That's like, like a real. I only listen to real. Play. I only listen to real rap where they're fucking lyrical Jedi and mind trick. And, right, right, right. and and you know killing people in every single song with lyrics. It's like I I kind of just dislike that whole. Here goes my rap about how I'll kill you. By the way, I'm a white guy from the suburbs. Just good at this style of rap. It's a little lyrically. strange to me. Lyrically, I'll kill you. Lyrically, it's all a metaphor. right. Don't forget that forty two percent of my bars include gun talk. But I don't live the that bullets life. are right. my rhymes. Right. It's metaphorical for how I attack life. <laughs> I basically approach all of life with violence. Seize the day, uppercut the month, <laughs> submit the, the week. Uppercut you know? the month. Yeah. I think that's the name weird. of the episode. <laughs> uppercut the month. Uppercut. Are you recording? <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. This yeah, is at the beginning. Uh, <laughs> uppercut the month. I don't have sides. So it's our side. It's our side. You don't have a side. That's it. Mm. Oh, I'm not ready. You got Steez. it, Mega. Steez. <laughs> Shout out to Steez was on the episode last week, man. It was it was fun to get together with all those cats. For sure. Yeah, last week for our listeners, if you didn't check that out, we were with the God Faded Japan guys. At least three of them. I think there's saw five Johnny or last six. night. Oh, yeah? and Nashawn too. Yeah. Okay. Up at uh, Avalanche Blackout. Ah, oh, that's right. Chad's event, his new yeah. shit. Uh, how was that? Well, it's an old event, but you know he did the black light this time. She was oh, tight. Oh yeah. She was very tight. Y'all, you can see like cum stains on people and shit like that. Actually, the, the black light isn't super like that, man. It's just really <laughs> makes white pop. Uh, okay. Other than that, that's CSI. Mm. I mean, oh, maybe that's lint, why, like the semen. On your shirt. Yeah. But it's not it like. It makes white pop. You just got to wash your clothes. If you, you know wash your clothes, you're fine. Oh, yeah. well, I'm in trouble then. You know <laughs> what I mean? I keep it. When you got a couple of just pieces of lint in yeah, your hair. You know? Yeah, it's, fair It's like crazy. looking like that scene from Belly, but just cum stains. But our guy, uh, Johnny, he signed the table, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. He did like a 3D exactly. joint. Okay. But um, he was up there doing body painting and you know also clothes or whatever but he had paint for blacklight okay. so uh, people were just shining in there anyway so oh, that's dope. all your indecencies and immorality wasn't really noticeable off top that's what's up yeah i actually um i wanted to go to that but i got out with Polly rhymes last night he's in town with his family checking out a show and uh okay met up with Polly rhymes do you know Polly? nah uh, I met old Polly Rhymes out in Kikuna, and his family was nice enough to treat me to an expensive ass yakiniku meal. So that oh, was that was dope. Yeah, yeah, man, it was uh, good people. Hopefully, we'll get Polly on at some point. But he's out there in Aichi, Ken. We got an unreleased yeah. episode with Polly. Right? Yeah, I, I don't know where that shit's at though. That's like three years old and shit. But shout out to us for just being us. And back to the Mega Late Show, the number one hip hop and hey. dope culture podcast hey guys. in Tokyo. You know what I mean? Yo, you got that Owen Wilson? I do have that somewhere. Wow. Wow. <laughs> yeah, you know what I mean? I, don't I like play, that shit. I don't have sides. <laughs> it's our side. It's our side, and you don't have a side. That's it. That's it. Mega Late Show, uh, episode number 87. And today, uh, per usual, we have another tremendous guest. This is the folks, man. I've known this cat uh, for a couple years now. We've been planning to to get him and his crew on uh, for a while, but it's you know hard to hard to get everybody's schedules, schedules in order, and you know how our schedule be mad packed. But today we have uh, Geno. Geno. Is it pronounced Geno? Geno. Okay, right. Geno. See, Jen, I, I, I didn't ever do that. Yeah, I didn't know that either. I thought you were gray medium. You know what? Now I'm gonna have to tell you where that evolved from. 
you know, through the 90s, we had this crew in L.A. It was about, I don't know, 12, 15 of us. Mm -hmm. In the crew, I had a partner. We had our own two-man group. There was a couple groups in the crew. We had a lot of things going on. I mean, we got a publishing deal with MCA, me and my partner. My partner had oh, a shit. solo recording deal with Hollywood Records. A couple mm. cats had production deals. You know, we was trying to really do it. We used to meet with labels and do shows. We opened for a bunch of people through the 90s. That's what's up. And our crew was called Fiends Massive. And we was based in North Hollywood. And it was it was a lot of people that was down with the crew that wasn't really rhymers or making beats. They was just the friends, the homies. Okay. So Fiends Massive people start kind of using the name in a way that the core of us didn't want it to be used okay so we had a little meeting in like 2000 we was like we got to burn the name and start over mm. so we, we we was really brainstorming like what are we gonna do you know we, i we're mean not gonna be fiends massive no it's more either just, that or murder those people or right souring the name but we you, you know gotta it was the homie so we didn't want to do do that you know i mean yeah. that was an option but you know we thought okay. the core of us we need to start us as something different no doubt so we threw around ideas and I think my best con contribution to this to this new thing we was trying to make was Gray Medium. I said, we could be called Gray Medium. And I said, what we'd do, and it's like, you know, Medium being the middle point, Gray being like the blending of black and white. We could, we could like use things like TV show titles, movie titles, mm -hmm. book titles, like the names of our songs and shit. You know, it don't have okay. to be every song, but that could kind of be our shtick, mm -hmm. you know? I'm like, Wu-Tang got killer beans or whatever. They got this sure. shit. I'm like, that could be our thing, yeah, Gray Medium. Yeah, that could be yeah, our yeah. crew where we kind of known for doing that kind of shit. They was like, man, that's corny, dog. That's corny. Uh, that's, we don't need got a shit. Like that. That's all, how late got me when I was thinking the names for the podcast. Like, yo, you want to call this a hip-hop hour? He's like, yeah, that's corny, dog. <laughs> <laughs> no, it was some other shit, right? Master Blaster. Like, Tokyo yeah, Master I wasn't, Blaster. I wasn't super feeling, wasn't Master feeling that Blaster. shit. Yeah. So they wasn't feeling me. I was like, just really think of it. It's only corny if we whack. If we have dope rhymes yeah. and dope songs, it's gonna be dope. You yeah. know, it's gonna be artistic yeah. to be that way. But they was like, nah, we don't need a shtick. You can make anything work now. See, that's the thing, cause back back then we was on some like, we too we too good to do shit like that. Like I remember the Far Side wanted me to do some writing back in like '92 for for one of the Waskels before the Waskels album mm. came out. I used to hang out with one of them, and then another oh. one who was a dancer who didn't rap. They was like, you should write a shit. Yo, I was do like, you know? Man, I ain't write nobody shit. Do you know Keen? Yeah, yeah, who makes these things, yeah, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's yeah. your folks? I mean, I he used him. to rock with a lot of those cats and shit, yeah, too. You know, yeah. he's an old see, school L.A. See, cat. he probably knows some he's cats coming, I know. He's coming back, like, next month or Is the following right? or some shit. Yeah, that's oh, the folks, I'm excited man. about that. Yeah, yeah, that's that's yeah. that's my guy. He went back to Cali. Yeah, yeah. Okay, dope. All right, so, okay. but but first, before we go on to any more, I mean, we've got a little bit of tidbits about some of your uh, your artist trajectory and your history. What, what is it that you do, and how are you doing it out here? Like, what's up? You know, I, I'm mostly on the mic. That's my thing. I like to write. You know, I got degrees in communication, and I like to write. I write short stories, poetry, rap, some scripts with my friends. So for me, writing is, is, is definitely where my strong point is. That's, what I, that's my passion. And I, I actually make beats mostly out of necessity you know through the 90s i didn't really make that many beats i did a few times on my friends mps but we had like kind of beat makers in the crew who made the right. beats for all the people you know what i'm saying but when i first moved to just japan in 07 i really started trying to do it a lot by myself just because you know people is a lot of people grew up and wasn't doing it right. no more and it was it was hard to connect so i was like i gotta do the music myself yeah. basically so that's where i really start putting more effort into producing the music okay. 
So you're you're a writer, you're a, a vocalist and MC and yeah, multi yeah. multi hyphenate type of yeah, exactly. camp. With I the usually pen. use computers to make beats. I don't okay. I don't buy too much equipment. I got some friends. They got machine the machines or you oh, know okay. like some, some I'm to cop one, MPs actually. and things like that. Yeah, the yeah. other two cats that I roll with. So. Okay, and who are those cats? Yeah, my guy brother seventy third and uh soulful keys and together you are melatonin, melatonin. all right hopefully melatonin. we've got some tracks from y'all yeah, that we're gonna play sure. today gonna get to some new projects and everything. yeah i met all of them yeah. uh, all the brothers at the speakeasy children's day uh, that's right it wasn't a barbecue picnic picnic yeah the machida yeah. joint yeah uh, and i, I saw soulful keys also at the jazz carriage show oh is that right oh, okay yeah. okay okay yeah, yeah, he, really he's talented. a big fan of yeah. ruby francis shout out to oh, yeah, 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 yeah. okay yeah. shout out that's to right. all these people See? well he's he's british right yeah he's from the uk so he he's familiar okay okay yeah. shout out to them yeah all right man so let's i mean uh obviously we'll find out a little bit more about it but what, what do you want to start with late you want to just get some random temperature check questions to get it started or yeah let's do that more about that Where all right how about uh give me your favorite mcs of all time like four or five of them <sighs> or no no let's do let's do something a little bit okay, more precise okay. who would you say uh has what mcs would you say have been most influential to you and your style an approach to rap you know what it's funny because i'm gonna name some people that that don't sound like my style but it's but i'm gonna tell you why that's most influential nas is one mm. nas is definitely one uh, i'm gonna throw eminem in there i'm gonna throw eminem in there and uh gosh i'm gonna throw special ed in there too mm. uh, I'm, a, I'm gonna say it, a lot those three shaped a lot of how i perceive my approach to what i do and I think those three combined are like what I feel is me in a sense. Mm. And, and I'm going to tell you why. Like Nas, I like Nas because I think I first heard some things from Nas, the live at the barbecue. I had the main source CD yeah. when that shit came out, you know. And I was like, this kid can rhyme words that don't rhyme. And it, it kind of put that shit in perspective for me that, you know, it's all about how you finesse the word. Mm -hmm. To make it do what you want. Yeah. And you can you can manipulate language right, in right. that way. But you know the thing about Eminem is just just his tenacity like he goes he goes and he can go forever and do it mm -hmm. and I figure you know he'll I like take that. a rhyme scheme and, and push that shit for exactly. 47 so, words so yeah. I do it too so I, yeah. I like to do that shit I like yeah. to play games with words and like give myself limits because it forces you to get better mm -hmm. with it you know so I, I'm sure. like okay for this rap I'm gonna make the whole thing have this pattern mm -hmm. or I'm a how many states can I throw into a verse without naming a state it's just actual mm -hmm. words you know but it sound you can hear the states in them sure. and I'll, I'll let you hear some of that yeah, shit yeah that'd later. be dope man uh, you know Eminem is tremendous at manipulating uh, words to yeah. rhyme as yeah, well exactly you know? exactly Exactly. I remember yes. when I remember when uh, when when white America found out that like you could rhyme words with orange. It's like yo, right, right. like orange can like, rhyme uh, with but a But our rhyming shit. dictionary rhyme says it orange and it doesn't rhyme with anything. But yeah, yeah, okay. Foreign pouring, it could right, do a, yeah. it could do a lot of shit with orange, yeah, you know. Yeah. And yeah. special ed because like when he came out with youngest in charge, I was like eighty nine or some shit, okay. and I was in probably eighth grade or some shit and you know in junior high back then i was making funny songs about this girl this fat girl at school i was making spoof oh, like weird out type songs and shit just to be funny so sad it's, 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 it's bad it's bad but i was doing it <laughs> that was my thing back because i wasn't like thinking about yeah. rap for anything i was yeah. just doing it with my friends it was funny right and funny shit mm. and it was these two girls at my junior high they called themselves lyrical justice this is like 89 okay. they used to battle they was battling dudes and taking them out 
I'm like, these two girls is like spitting raps at dudes. Yeah. Like, there was my my homies. There was a year over me, but they kind of put me on to like battle, mm. you know. And so the next year, I start really getting into the battle shit. And then by the time I hit high school in tenth grade, I went to Hamilton High School in L.A. And at that time, where was Hamilton? Hamilton. It's on Robertson Boulevard near National. Okay. It's on the west side, not far. It's between Beverly Hills and probably. Venice is a yeah. Is I was this I was way, like you know? uh, my aunt uh, lives in Inglewood, and I used to spend a lot of time yeah. out there. But uh, I'm not too familiar with okay, Venice. Okay, okay, okay. We it's was not, on like uh, it's not in Inglewood, so Manchester, like, Vermont. You know, yeah, yeah, that's okay. Where I was yeah, 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 okay, okay. Yeah, you're around there. Yeah, I know where that's at. That's it was Grammy back in the day. Yeah, yeah, so you grew up. Sure. You grew up in Los Angeles. I grew up in Inglewood. Yes. Okay. In Los Angeles. Oh, you grew up in Inglewood. I grew up living in Inglewood. Oh man, my uh my aunt lives on 84th and Budlong. I know you know where it's at. By the car wash. Well, it used to be a car wash. Down the street uh-huh. from the forum. Mm-hmm. I remember uh, the Rodney King rides, man. All that I shit lived was two blocks the from down. the forum, all through elementary school. Okay. I could walk there, you know. Yeah, I remember yeah. we used to. We, we used, used to, to see that. like AC Green at IHOP and shit growing up. It was just cool like that, yeah, you know yeah. what I'm saying? So I was Laker fan from the heart because yeah, of that. My whole life, you know. basically. Yeah, yeah. So word up. Right. So uh, let's let's get a little bit more into the temperature check. You grew up in Los Angeles. How about the first two albums? The first two albums that you brought. Wait. I'm trying to get a gauge of his age here. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Favorite MC when you were 16? This is 16. If you say Special Ed, we were like, damn, I thought Special you were younger. Special Ed, that was about, I was about 14 or 15 okay. when that when that hit me. But he gave me the idea that you could be braggadocio with this shit and lyrical. And I didn't realize that because, I, like I said, I was writing little spoof songs. And then he came out with Youngest in Charge. I'm your idol, your highest mm. title. Mm. Later, I made a spoof off of that song called Who Got It AIDS. Off of I Got It Made. You know, this is vital. Uh, you might be liable. Or someone you know. Sex mm. is what you're seeking and you're sleeping with a few hoes. You understand it if you step to a freak and pose the question. The lesson that you learn could be deep. For instance, it's a cinch. And you know you could bone. You know, I just follow his rhyme pattern but flip the song. Uh, I, I'll do that shit. I do okay. that shit. I could throw a whole yeah. weird album out. Like, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> hey, do we have? We don't have a black weird. And Al. actually, Nick that's Cannon what is that's what great medium Al, right? is about. So don't, let me tell you this: that. Nick Cannon is not a black weird Al. Nah. Didn't he come nah, out with like nah. a spoof album? Don't do that. Uh, See, shout that's out what to the, the great, god Nick Cannon. That's what the I great like medium is about. That's why I use uh, it online okay. because when they didn't, my friends didn't want to run with that name for the crew. I decided to just mm. use it for myself, and Fuck I said, y'all. you know what? I'm gonna put some projects together that's theme, mm. that's thematic. Y'all gonna be mad when I'm getting this Weird Al parody money. The that's black. One of, that's one of my themes. So the Great ah. Medium. The first thing I put together was an album where all the songs are TV show titles, okay. and it's called High Resolution. Watch it. Mm. You know, and the songs on there are like Sex in the City. Yeah. Like um, you know. Conceptual. Uh, yeah, yeah. So the whole album is like that. So I made it look like a TV guide. And it's like you open okay. it. And this is like the TV shows, but those oh, are the song dope. titles. So right now, what I'm doing with Melatonin, we're putting together the album right now. We got about nine or ten songs. We probably do like six or seven more. Okay. And it's, it's all kind of based on cards. Okay. And so we got songs like... Um, like queen of clubs Sheila she's the queen of clubs being seen that's what she loves the scene that's what she loves mm-hmm. you know the queen of clubs and shit like um, you know Joker's Wild you know okay. so every song is not a car title but about half of them are and so that's the theme ah. and so I got about nine or ten albums actually sketched out and I'm just filling in the blanks making the songs and one of them is a, is a kind of weird al- album okay. it's like hip hop kind of revisited you know it's the songs you know but it's all different lyrics. Uh, a different approach. Yeah. Okay. It's like yeah, nowadays, dope, man. everybody want to floss like they got something today, but no one's got clout when they losing their grip. Just a bunch of nigger shit, and these motherfuckers act like they forgot about slaves. Mm, hit them with that hard ER. Let's get a go ahead. Hold up. Hold up. Hold up. You know, I, don't you play, know? I don't have sides. It's our side. It's our side, and you don't have a side. That's it. Mm. 
The Black Weird Al is that guy who plays bass over YouTube videos. Who is this man? You showed me that video. Did I? Yeah. Shout out to, to that guy <laughs> that I don't remember. Was this during the like alcoholic stages of my life? <laughs> Probably. Okay, okay, bet, bet. Shout out to you for remembering that. Like uh, somebody friends, on a reality TV show, he'll take a clip and he'll play the bass notes of, over what they're saying. Oh, shit. Man, time is an interesting thing. Whole okay. sections of life blacked out. Yeah. Straight right. up. <laughs> we were okay. Shit. I don't know what what kind of question. How do how the hell did you? Get, you were Let's get that um first album you bought with your own money. Mm. Mm. Probably the first album I bought was a gift for my brother, and it was Raising Hell Run DMC. It was a okay. it was a cassette tape. Whatever Raising Hell came out, I don't know. I have to check what year that came out. That's probably the first one I decided to purchase. It was a gift for my brother's birthday that year. This is why yeah. we need an intern. When that's mentioned, he needs to be Googling it. Yeah, right, yeah for real. Maybe I can hit it up. No, no, we good. We, it's, okay, it's, okay. it's not of tremendous okay, importance. Nah, but, yeah, okay. but yeah, that's probably the first thing I decided to purchase. I mean, before that, you know, I grew up in L.A. listening to KDAY, which is the first hip-hop station. KDAY. And, and it's funny because one of the DJs on there was Curtis Harmon. But do y'all know he lives here in Tokyo? And he's actually, um, he, him and his partner, I are, think he stays in Toshima. I think he stays yeah. in, in Toshima. Him and his partner, DJ Cash, are my peoples. Okay. DJ Cash was used to produce my, my ex-wife's shit, my daughter's mom's shit. Okay. She used to rap in Japanese, and he was producing all her shit. So when I first moved to Japan, she introduced me to him. We was living in Gunma. Okay. And so I would come down to Tokyo every other weekend and record at his studio. So, okay. So I was using Cash's studio, and he helped me put together that high-resolution right? TV show album in 2008. Oh, man. Yeah, yeah. I heard that he's out here, I th so, I, but but so it, you know I don't have any contact with him. So for me, it's ill because I know DJ Cash, who's his partner for like the last twenty years, mm -hmm. kind of shit, and it's just great for me because Cash is a close friend of mine, and I know his his buddy. I, I met him once, and we chat online a few times. Is a guy I grew up listening to at ten years old, uh. been listening to this guy DJ in, in LA, you know. So okay. it's nice to to see him out here. Though. Dope, dope. Yeah. And and uh, you said that your 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 daughter's mom uh, is it also a performer and uh, a musician, uh, she, or she yeah, was? Yeah, she's a performer. Is she that still how you is. got out here? No, that I didn't. I came out here because of her. Yeah, we was dating long distance, and I decided to stop grad school, stop working, and come out here for a year. That was my plan. I could get grad school, and mm -hmm. come back and finish classes. I was going to USC for a master's, and I was working there, so it was free for me to go to school. But I think it was too easy because it was free. I just got burned out. Like I just moved to Japan for a year. I come okay. back and finish. Moved out here, found found some work, and moved out here so she could be with me. Then mm -hmm. she got pregnant soon. We got married. One year turned to three years. Mm, year that's in, how it be. Yeah, a year like in Gunmas. Then we moved to Kita Kyushu for two years. Then we all three moved back to LA for three years. Kita Kyushu. Yeah. What was you doing out there? Just teaching and you know, just teaching. Mostly. Slang in that how language. Because that sounds like where you like with above my Fukuoka. Yeah, it's in Fukuoka. It's at the Fukuoka. very top of Fukuoka. Okay. Mm. At the very top. I heard that there's there. a lot of crime out there. there Did you contribute is. to that? Not so much. They got you know, them, I was um, having sex in caves and on beaches, and my friends who have bars was having a mad mm, weed. But them sex in caves. That, they got them yaks out there. Yeah? The Yakubians? Because uh, they're yeah. having sex in caves. You know, I, mean, that's where you it know, all I know from. a couple bar owners who got a lot of weed, and so we was just ah, smoking all the time out there. That's, what that's we illegal, doing. you know. Uh, huh? we, we definitely don't do that on this nah, podcast. Nah, what? I'm joking. I'm joking, man. Put it like that. No, uh, we're, so, <laughs> we're, we're not too concerned about it, actually. But I want to give a shout out to all the people out there and keep the holding it down. Shout out to illegalism. Yeah. I don't know if they can hold against me what I was doing in 2008. 
They'll find uh, I think I think they can actually. Yeah, I, think, uh, yeah I, don't, I don't think the statue of limitations. Is, uh, there might be a little different out here. I'm We're, just talking. You know, Who knows like if it's true? all that shit about me stealing rocks. It's a Jurassic Park ride in Universal right, right, Studios. Right. We good on that. They can't. Artistic. They can't see me now. We just talk about yeah, rap. That's all you doing. Yeah, that's all rap. You know, you know they'll use your lyrics against you now. Court, man. That's what they're doing. <laughs> right, they're right, right. These boys. Exactly. So that's why this is why like fronting, like you know, what I mean, like fessing. It's more dangerous than it ever was. Because right, if you're right. not a legit murderer and you rapping about murdering people, like Jedi mind tricks, for example, and if they accidentally commit manslaughter somehow, you know, you bring those lyrics up and find it's gonna out. It's going to sound horrible. It's going to be like, yeah, killing this people what you with do, boomerangs. Right? It's like, oh, he's talking about, you know, murdering somebody with a boomerang. <laughs> lyrically. And shit will come back. Mortal lyrically. Everything's lyrically. lyrical. Lyrically. Yeah. Cut your yeah, mama's good. head off lyrically. Yeah. They were, it's like, yo, there's a dead mother. Like, we're going to try to connect him to this crime. Looks like it was done with a boomerang. So did you say on your track, uh, I cut all the hits? <laughs> right. <laughs> right. Right. Yeah, it's right. strange that there would be like a like a cross-racial serial killer, but apparently, you know, profiling points directly to you, Vinny Paz. It's, artist, it's artistry. Uh. It's artistry. That's all. Uh, it's, a, it's, a, it's a strange thing, hip-hop culture. It's a very strange thing. Well, okay. Like, uh... Mm. I don't know. It sounds like you have such a tremendous history working with people in the Los Angeles community. Let's take it whatnot. back. Yeah, huh. let's let's get okay, to that. Okay, okay. You used to be at the Bloat and uh, yeah, you know what's so funny? Like, like um, around that time, Project Bloat when it was when it was really cracking. That was after the Good Life time. Yeah, was that like, was after the Good Life time. Like ninety five. Yeah, Good Life was, was pre that. Then Project Blowed is AC Alone. Well, and those I mean guys Project Blowed like 94, 95 yeah. is when it was really popping. But it's funny because, see, L.A., once people got a whiff for that, you know, you can be lyrical and that's dope, people got really whack. There's a lot of dudes. They used to have ciphers in the park right across the street or right outside Project Blowed, and it would be like, you know, I'm a lyrical miracle. And this shit got really whack because Rapping it was about like being lyrical without it actually was, being lyrical. Yeah, it was like if you could say a five syllabic word that 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 made you think oh, you were good. It got to the that, point where people that, were like that suffix rhyming. Yeah, my meditation they were, placement space station. Right, they is were amazing. trying to ah, they were trying to impress AC alone mostly ah. when he was floating around, walking around. They'd be out sure. there doing their shit. Yeah. Me. AC and my boy Cheo, we used to just sit outside Fifth Street Dicks a few doors down and just play chess and shit with the grandmasters and get beat and schooled, you know, because they would have the live jazz music artist upstairs playing, but you could hear it outside. And the owner, Richard, he used to set up chess tables outside so everybody could chill and play. We'd just be smoking until 3 a.m. playing chess, you know, where they got a cypher across the street. But, you know, sometimes I join their ciphers yeah. and I have to spit some shit and kill a couple dudes, but right. mostly the shit was like, Mostly the shit was whack to me. A lot of the ciphers, because it was a lot of pretentious people, you know what I'm saying, who were like trying to ride this wave of lyricism. And they weren't that dope. You know, it was they were saying great words, but they weren't dope. They didn't have That's nothing like, original to bring to it. That tends to be the majority of uh, hip hop ciphers. Yeah. So there's yeah, there's yeah. A, there's a few so whack. I didn't want to be associated too cats. much, so I didn't stand in there too much. I was mm. I'd rather play chess. You know, That's one of the few things my dad did teach me to tie a tie and play chess. You know, he was an asshole, but he gave me those gifts since I was like four years old. Mm. You know what I'm saying? You know, um, historically there was there was uh, a few. I would say maybe main components that uh, were kind of essential to operating within like the Good Life Cafe and Project Bloat. You know, originality was a big thing. Yeah. Actually getting open and freestyling was yeah, of yeah. tremendous importance back yeah. then. Um, 
and you know the, good uh, life the, the, the ability to battle if anybody approached you was yeah, also like yeah. a major element you gotta be able to hold so. it down so the you good, no, go so ahead, I, I don't want to no, ruin your train of thought I, I, what I was trying to get at is like um, you seem just listening to you and the conversations that I have had with you uh, we'll just be talking and then you'll break out into a couple bars uh. this seems to be kind of like um, it, I imagine it has a lot to do with your upbringing so I'm curious what you think about uh, the approach to rhyming like what is what are some of the most important factors for an MC I feel like having a good pin game is a great idea I mean freestyle is definitely if you can freestyle man you know Godspeed you know all the luck to you freestyle is a good art it's a great art form and you know for a live show if you can freestyle that's gonna come in real handy and especially now since live shows are where the money's at you can't sell CDs anymore people don't buy CDs exactly you know? I know man our so, guests always just giving us free CDs I feel yeah. like oh you just can't sell them so Artists music them. is more advertisement for a brand and you got to sell your show or get sponsors now so in that sense freestyle is going to have a strong place because if you can do a live show if you can freestyle you got some elements you can bring to to impress people but having a good pin game nothing beats that so I feel like that's definitely what what MCs or rappers need to need to focus on because Here's the thing. If you write, what's going to make you original is either if you got a distinct voice, then maybe you can have less of a good pen game. Or mm. if you don't have a distinct voice, you got to have some interesting content that's not the same. Mm. Or if you got a regular voice and regular content, well, then you got to be real lyrical. You got to have one of those three to set yourself apart. And if you got all three, well, then you're on another level. Who were some of your favorite cats that were operating out of the good life in... Uh and abstract rude i probably just abstract and ac because i knew ac kind of i mean we weren't real big homies but i would hang out with him when we played chess actually mm -hmm. that's like the only time i really hung out with him and we talked about we got to start a chess club that was yeah. that's what i wish we did at that time to get more people in it but abstract the ac i think you know yeah. and Ab mostly you know so you know it's it's ill because even though i was around this shit and i was in there i was always the kind of cat that was like purposely turning a blind eye to dudes because I, I could see like the the fronting that was going on and the, like the, everybody's trying to trying to get their position and a lot of dudes was trying to carve out these characters you know what i'm saying and I, there was like a was, whole like a, weird to be yeah weird so for me a lot of it i was like yeah there are some dope people in here and i'm not gonna front and say they're all whack and i'm dope or something but there was some dope people but it got drowned out by all the people around them who wasn't and it, it was just kind of was a turnoff for me a lot you know I, I like to be at the chess spot because i like jazz music my daughter's middle name is jazz i, I like jazz you know so mm -hmm. that was more interesting to me than project sure. blow you know sure. sorry ac but you know, I like yeah. Fifth Street Dicks. I yeah. like to hang I, out there much more. I never got to experience uh, either of those movements in their prime, but being a West Coast kid that was underground, it's, uh, it, w it was inescapable if you were a hip-hop head. You kind of just yeah. heard about it and saw those guys flourish and hear about, you know, the almost like a mythological stories about yeah. these guys just getting open one night, and you'd get the tapes yeah, yeah. and things of that nature. So, I'm, I'm a huge fan of... Uh, uh, of that era and of that that movement that scene it is so dope that just like this rich avant-garde uh 
just intellectual rap community was flourishing and yeah. like you yeah. know, you were straight off of fucking like expositions like you know like shit man and, and it it's was kind of Ill. underspoken yeah and and a lot of times when we have a guest like yourself from the west coast and late can attest to this i kind of go down these rabbit holes with that type of music and stuff but i, I don't i don't i'm trying not to do that too much today so I don't know. I'm gonna let Late hit you with the next question. Man. Okay. Because I'm gonna be like, Yo. So what do you think about this album? Oh, yeah. You so know this anything. Guy. Yeah. Right. I, I tend to do that. I just love to talk about it. It's all good. I got some wine. Let's flow. Well, well, you know, who knows abstract rude? Like a lot of our a lot of our uh, listeners probably are not familiar with him at all. But I mean, he had been holding it down and doing yeah. some really creative things for a long yeah, time. Yeah. yeah. Yes, sir. Oh well, yeah. I'm interested in. Uh, your upbringing, I guess. Mm. Like, uh, where did all this interest in music even you know, come well, from? Okay, okay, let me give it to you then. Growing up with my mom in L.A., and uh, me and my mom and my brother living together, my dad, he moved to San Bernardino, which is like an hour outside L.A. So they got divorced. I was like four or five or something like that. My dad was kind of a playboy, like do whatever the fuck he want kind of dude. Like, yeah. But... You know, me and my brother, we'll go stay with my dad on random weekends kind of shit. It was just an hour away or just a few weeks in the summer kind of shit. So I have friends in San Bernardino, friends in L.A. So I had kind of two groups I used to groove with. In San Bernardino, we, used to, we grew up skating. You know, we used to skate and steal shit. We used to steal clothes at the mall and skateboard. We used to build launch ramps. Is and that my a... Friends in, Hmm. Sorry, I didn't mean to cut go you ahead, off. Is that a, a thing black people do in Cali? But you know what? Uh, when I was doing that, that shit was like uh, 87, 86, oh. 88. We was building launch ramps and riding Caballero and Dogtown skateboards right. and shit. You know what I'm saying? So I grew up like that. But my, my dudes in L.A. wasn't down with skating. That's just not their thing. So when I came home, I didn't skate. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Not when I with my friends. It wouldn't get popular for like inner exactly. city kids. It for took a while. while. It took yeah. a while in L.A. to catch on. It wasn't that popular in San Bernardino, but I just had the, the, the friends that you was into it. But in L.A., we used to steal shit and drink and smoke. That was our thing in L.A. You know, I don't know. So it was a little different crowd. But my bringing, I think where I got really into the music is like around 10 years old or 12 years old, anywhere around there, when me and my brother would go to my dad's house. Now, my dad was an interesting guy. He had like a four or five bedroom house in San Bernardino, and he, he took his second wife, and they was, they was living out there. And one of the bedrooms, he made a music room. So he had like a dope music room. This was in like 85, 86 and shit. He was not a DJ. He was not a producer. But he was the kind of guy that loved music so much, he had all the fucking equipment. So his friends would come over and be playing instruments and they'd be playing music and shit. My dad just had this shit because he loved music. So me and my brother would come over and we'd be freestyling while his friends are playing saxophones and pianos and shit in the studio. Me, my brother, and my cousin would just be freestyling because we was, like, hearing the shit on the radio. So he was into this shit, you know. My dad was like, what the fuck are y'all doing? But he was digging it because he's a music lover. He's an appreciator of music. Like, his fucking barbecues, he'd bring out the big reel-to-reel and play music on the reel-to-reel. Fucking Isley Brothers and shit going on, you know. So I think growing up, going to my dad's house and just freestyling in his music room with my brother and my cousin really... Open my eyes to like I could do this shit. This shit's fun, you know what I'm saying? Since I was ten, so that's that's kind of where it started for me. I think yeah. doing it. Word. What's uh? Is your brother also in the 
community or you know what, what do you not, call not this like, shit man yeah, i like hate talking about this shit cult. it sounds so weird cult. my brother's like me because <laughs> he's a writer and musician <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. ideology. did he get out is he saying <laughs> <laughs> right? my big bro is like me because he's a writer and a musician he plays piano but he doesn't do it to like sell music he's never been in, involved in like music creation to make money or something he just knows how to play the piano mm-hmm. he's got his doctor degree in language he's, he's a doctor He's a professor, and he's a writer. He's got two self-published books, and you should go pick up the newest one called Joker the King. It's a definitely, mm, yeah, shout it's out a to definite him. good book for any man. It's a manual on how to be a man actually properly. So Joker so, to King. In fact, and it relates a lot to the album I'm putting together, where all the songs are card titles. Because mm. what he did with this book, he um, broke it down into four sections, like the suits, the hearts, the clubs, the spades, mm-hmm. and the diamonds. The diamonds is a, the section about money. The hearts is about like love and relationships. You know. Just to clarify, this isn't a PUA book. Pickup artist book. What is that? I don't uh, know a special about. technique ju- uh, using no, evolutionary no, no, biology not, to it's not a pickup artist uh, book. finesse no, women not. into the bedroom. Nah, nah. But no, this is this is a this I is a bad thing. It's yeah. not that. We're, we're, it's we're, not we're, <laughs> we're fucking around with that one. Yeah, it's not mm-hmm. that. It's it's a book on really how to be a man in all aspects mm-hmm. of your life, and and be a right, a good man. Dope. So you know, and use basically. Each each of the four sections are like the suits of cards, and they got thirteen, you know, different uh, lessons like the, the 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 cards, you know. And it's an interesting book. You should go get it. Joker, Joker the King, Joker the King. Look for it online somewhere. Okay. By Robert Brown. Ah. Bet. Okay. So tell me how you hooked up with your uh, melatonin crew and who exactly they are and what you guys are doing now. Okay. Yeah. So so first I hooked up with Cash when I first moved to Japan and. You know, he was helping me get get a lot of music together at his studio. Tell tell us a little bit about these guys as well and what they do and how they contribute to the project. Okay, for sure, for sure. And so then um, three years in Japan, then I went back to L.A. with my wife and daughter. And three years in L.A., then we moved to Tokyo. When I moved to Tokyo, you know, I, I, I got in touch with Cash again, and I, got, I was trying to figure out how I'm going to get situated and put some music together out here. And so I was looking online for like just trying to connect with musicians in Tokyo, you know, and that's where I found my guy um, Soulful Keys. You know, we, we contacted online just because he was doing a lot of music here in Tokyo already. He'd been here for a long time. And um, and then we linked up. It was funny because my, my ex-wife, she makes music and she doesn't rap anymore, but she sings. She's like a Japanese Portishead Bjork mix or something that sounds That's her tremendously style. dope Dude, we don't I'll need give to give her a links. shout out i'll give you her link yeah yeah hook it you'll up. like some of her videos yeah, I'm sure. she's dope she's i dope, mean actually. if it's if if the descriptors are portishead bjork then that's already people be asking me why that's we got divorced. House, yeah. people yeah. be like why you divorce her mm-hmm. see it's some other issues that's the thing but uh, she's right, great right. she's great we still i mean she cooked me dinner she sounds it wasn't with her like a complex person portishead and bjork yeah we got divorced by the reason. Okay. She still cooks me dinner, so it's all good. Hey, you man. But, um, yeah, so then she actually connected with Soulful Keys online, and I did separately, both like just looking for circles of good musicians. And then when I actually met up with them, I found out, like, ah, you know, my ex-wife contacted you, trying to get mm. some people who could help her produce some music, you know. And that was interesting. That was interesting. But um, so me and him became friends because our daughters are about the same age. And, you know, so, you know, having these black and these daughters who are the same age, we end up playing together. So basically me and my daughter, my ex-wife, we do a lot of things with Soulful Keys and his wife and their daughter. We, we, we all six hang out together a lot. Word. You know. That's dope. And, and that's how we met up. And uh, the third member of our crew, uh, Reggie, 
we call him Brother 73rd. Uh, he's from Detroit. He was already somebody that, that Soulful Keys kind of knew. So he brought him into the mix. And then we kind of all just meshed and thought, you know, we can we can make something good. And we didn't really try to make a group, but we, we went over Reggie's house where he's got a nice studio. And we just decided to have a little session. Mm. And the session turned into like our first song, basically. You know, and it just kind of worked out. And then we just start having more sessions and it just turned into more songs. Now, I've, I've heard several songs from you uh, over the, the last two years since we've been acquainted. Mm. Uh, do you guys have a full-length project out already, or is it just a bunch nah, of singles nah. right now? We got yeah, we got about four or five that are for sale online right now. Okay. We got about nine or ten that that we've recorded. The other ones we're still trying to get proper mixes on a few of them, so we're not trying to share them with the world okay. until we feel like the mixes is right. Ah, but we got about nine or ten that are done. Probably about six or seven more before we decide to bring the whole project to try to see what we can do with this project. Okay, dope. Yeah. Uh, so there's no tentative release date at this nah, point? Nah, not, that, not at this point. Not Are y'all going to be performing shows soon? I haven't seen you perform, you know what? but it I seems was like you got those that cats about it. We MC haven't. Itch. We haven't. You know, I used to do a lot of jam sessions myself with just <laughs> random bands and shit around town, but with me and these two guys, we talked about how we're going to set up doing some shows. And it, it it's we... hard because that schedule thing is sure. fucking us up. And we all got kids and, like, jobs, and so that shit's really... Yo, you, yeah. well, yeah, that's... Yeah. That's been a scheduling issue to get yeah, everybody yeah, on the podcast. Exactly, yeah, because exactly. we, I met, exactly. we met like two years ago yeah, at Speakeasy or something. Then, you know yeah, what I'm yeah. saying? Like how to do it. I, I met you at hard. the Speakeasy at a Hotel Koei, the first one we did. I think it was the first oh, Mark word. and Clive Lowe nah, I met show, you guys man. before that. No, 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 I no, really don't remember. Shitan. It was Nihonbashi. Because oh, that's what I'm talking Not Koei. Yeah, I meant Sitan. My bad. That's where we met. It's funny because I was there last night actually. Oh, really? Friends, yeah. Okay. Yeah, because I was going to, well. Sorry, go ahead. No, mine was a whole new tangent about you guys performing at one of Shad's events. It was, seems kind that's of exactly what shit. I was going to say. If you can yeah. tell me where, we'll probably can do it. Well, you know yeah, it's it's uh, you know Shad is really doing a lot of interesting that's, things. Sounds with live exactly music. like the avenue or uh, venue. platform or venue exactly yeah, yeah. for y'all. Well, Shad puts on a couple different events. Like some is like acoustic, uh, rock and soul, but okay. largely he just gets creative types and artists who find places to perform their work, okay. and it'll be you know hip hop musicians okay. uh, hip hop artists we can jazz, play a few everything. machines live and we can bring yeah. some keys I and mean, bass a, out a, too a so it can be pretty drum be machine pretty. I mean even if y'all just want to you know run a track yeah. and rap over that that's fine I mean man. if I come out by myself that's how it's going to be if yeah. they come out I know Adrian yeah. want to bring his want to bring yeah. one of the I mean, keyboards I could, or something I could if if the keyboard cat if Adrian can't come back I could do a little air piano while we play the song uh. I kill that shit <laughs> to be honest with you I mean yeah. I'm pretty sure my yeah. shit will be super tight I like it yeah, no doubt. But yeah, I, I would, I would love to see. Let me know. I'm all for it. 100%. Yeah. Yeah, I've enjoyed all of the tracks that I've heard from you. And, and after the break, we'll go ahead and uh, do a musical share as well. But but I would, I, a lot of times, man, like, that's, you know, the special aspect about hip hop is seeing that shit live. That's, that's when you can tell if somebody's dope. The absolutely. breath control, the yeah. ability to, uh, you know, control a crowd, get yeah. their attention. And so yeah. that's what I look for when I want to, when, when there's underground artists. I want to see how yeah. they perform live. I there's need more showmanship. Maybe I got to learn some dance moves or something. Yeah. I don't know. Get nah, like, six like, you know, hit that old, like, just watch a bunch of old Big Daddy King <laughs> no. videos and shit. You know what I mean? saw the bridge for the first time last night. And the first the time. bridge. Well, I've seen Buddha. I know the, these dudes out here are called the bridge. Right. Is that's that who, who we're talking about? Yeah, that's yeah. okay. okay. They, they performed at Shad's event last night. Oh, and I've seen cool. Buddha, you know, and I know them like Killiverse and Nobu and, you know, shout uh, out to uh, HD. The Black Cat. What's his name? Gosh. Killiverse. That's, yeah, I know this guy. We yeah. chat a couple times. 
Yeah, man, they're they're tight, man. They're dope. Maybe two Niggas rapping on stage. We all, we all we all chill one time at one of those uh, Yo Yogi events, and we was yeah. shooting the shit for those a while. Those are good people, man. I love those cats. Real good and, guys. And Maya yeah. Hatch, happy birthday, happy belated. She was birthday out there to too. Yeah, shout out to her. She just came out with a new solo, uh, a new track recently as well, and she's tremendously talented. Yo, so. it was crazy when I was, you know, doing a little bit of promo on social media for that event, and I was tagging folks. I was like, man, all these people have been on the podcast. And I and I forgot Aphrodite, she who has also been on the podcast many ah, times. Yeah. I like her. I like her. A lot of talent out here, man. That's I why like I would her. like to see y'all perform. See, so hopefully see we that's why out. we gotta we gotta really get this network going because it, like you said, it's a lot of talent out here. And if we do it right, it could be a nice, dope little scene going on. Yeah. Like, We've got to figure out how to collaborate properly to build it up to be something that's that's lucrative, honestly. Word you know on the saying? street is that there are a few cats working on that right now. A, Good. a, a living tribunal, Good. if you if you if you will. I'd like to hear huh? this. What's gonna happen? I'd like what? to hear this. Well hold on, hold on, I got something. Yeah, I wanna be involved. Wow. Oh wait, 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 I got another <laughs> one. I, don't play I, I wanted that one, side. so that was for me. <laughs> it's our side. It's our side and you don't have a side. That's it. Yo, I like how every week Mega has like a sample that he's focused on. Yeah, like, just one. <laughs> it's it went from uh um fill that bag up to uh <laughs> I had a, uh, what was the 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 sample like TI or something? Some shit. Yeah, uh, yeah. I forget, but yeah, yeah. This is Royce of Five Nine talking shit to Lord Jamar. Man, mm. yeah. Wait, what? what you is, know, I Lord Jamar, about I, yeah. I grew up, I loved Brand Nubian when they came out. Mm. But when he started talking about how flat the earth is and how everybody's wrong, I had to turn off of this dude, man. It, well, it kind of made me, it kind of disappointed. It, it sours broke my heart. Brand Nubian for me a it little bit. It broke my heart yeah. to see that Lord Jamar was thinking that way. Like, dude, are you kidding me? Well, and then, then the shit he'd been saying about Eminem, Royce is absolutely right, dude. He needs to shut yeah. the fuck up. Lord Jamar, he got to shut the fuck up and step down you know, a little bit. Um, a little bit. You know, uh, all throughout high school, I was God body. But yeah, one I of the grew reasons up with the I five started, percenters, yeah. man, I stopped eating pork yeah. in 1990. You know, I used to really live that. And yeah. uh, one of the reasons I stepped away is because a lot of the cats with the same mentality as Lord Jamar, these cats that really focus on all the cool things about being the Asiatic black man and, you know, God bodies, but they don't really do the knowledge like that. Right. And they come across as so ignorant and, and it's more just like you using the slang to sound cool and have this right. idea, but yo, you, you, you might have studied the lessons and picked up the vernacular, but that's kind of <laughs> where the lessons, lessons ended for missed. you. There's like no plus degrees. And, and uh, I respect his opinion about certain things like hip hop is black culture and outsiders if you want to call them guests in the house of hip-hop that's dope but like his position is is though he's the one that has the keys to the doors nah, of it's not him and that's where it kind it's of falls him. apart for me it's not uh, him. i understand it's thank know. god for sadat x and grand pooba otherwise man probably right. didn't listen to those tracks right. anymore. well yeah right. well grand pooba was kind of the i always like lord jamar's rhymes. he was kind of the dopest one pooba yeah, Puba. Jamar I like was always I like, my favorite. I like Sadat, Sadat X a lot has that because voice, of his voice. He's got the voice. Yeah. But He's Puba got the was voice. the one that I wanted to dress like and yeah, be yeah. like. You no, know, Puba I mean? was the coolest dude. Yeah, yeah he, he popped off. He went solo, right? Yeah, yeah. but he was yeah. solo before them. You know, like oh, really? before Brand Newbie and Puba already had music out. Oh, I and didn't know. So that. him joining them was a step up for those two guys. Yo, are they native tongues? No, 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 no. They're like um. That's not native tongues. No. They're not, not native tongues. No, I don't. I don't think they had like a crew not kind of affiliation like that. But, but Puba like, we, was we, already like on the scene and putting out music. We, and so he yeah. helped them by joining the group in a sense. Right. Yeah, I don't know. It's a. It's a. 
I think all of it came off of the back of this uh, top 50 MCs conversation that some podcast or some group, some magazine publication put out. And their their top 50 MCs list caused a craze online and people started listing their top 50 MCs. And, you know, um, for a lot of people, Eminem is top five, top mm-hmm. 10, you know, guaranteed top 20. I think that's yeah, top, 20 top 20 is unde- undeniable. Who uh, to I would say that it's that's pretty be. much undeniable, at yeah. least top 20. Right. And, um, you know. Lord Jamar was making the point that like black folks didn't listen to Eminem. And while I he's see wrong. that, I Absolutely, think well, he he's was, wrong. he's also, he's also like right in a sense as well. There's a lot of black people that just well, didn't rock I understand. with that. I understand but, what he's trying to you know, say. Exactly. But I, it but, sounds like, it sounds like he's got a sore spot and he can't let that shit well, scab up and here, heal. Here's the thing. And he just keeps picking at the wound and he, that shit will never heal. And I know why, because I know what the 5% is about, and I, sure. I grew up with that way. Right. And so he's looking at him a certain way, but you know. Yeah, and it's it's like, for me, a lot of Eminem's content was just a little corny or a little strange, slim anus yeah. and all those things. Right, right, But right. I respect the pen game. I respect his ability. That's the and point. He, and he's right about a lot of folks not really digging that type of stuff. And that's very true. But it's also like, he tries to make it seem as though only real brothers he want to say the n-word but he make it seem like only real brothers are the ones that opinion mattered and the real cats were the ones that were not listening to Eminem but I know which a lot is of not real true. cats who it, listen exactly, to Eminem like, exactly like, I mean would you say real in every sense of the yeah. word real they're real everybody like, that respected underground hip hop from LP to name it at the time Sway everybody looked at Eminem and said this cat's dope. If you say that, like, You'll if you say that only not real, real right, you know what I'm saying? Or, 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 you know what I mean, Pace One or right. any of the outside exactly. raw digger, they exactly. all respected exactly. Eminem. And it, it's, it's just, you know, I don't like listening to Lord Jamar speak whatsoever. He's got too and much, I'm, too much toxicity in what he's saying just, to yeah. see the he's truth. A, he's a correct answer machine. That mm, mm. his opinions are always self, like, he's going to use any information to feel correct, and he won't digress from that and even when he started talking even about if he looks flat earth shit and you can't see the curvature oh, and i saw people responding I didn't, like dude, i didn't know he was a flat earther dude yeah it sounds on brand and when people was trying to point out that dude you know there's yeah, pictures that's, of it that's everything else God in space is shit, round though. you think earth is not he was yeah. like just shooting them all down see, you guys don't know i was God like dude that, this guy not, is he, yeah he's, I mean, he's that's, actually that's refuting contrary reality yeah, like that's he doesn't know what he's to doing. Solar facts. That's that like, broke that's my heart degree. because I grew up really feeling like he was a dope dude. Word. You know, well, that kind of broke my heart. There's a lot of cats who've kind of fallen off in some ways that I just don't. You know, did nah, and then this Royce be, be that shit. Made. Royce like, was 100 percent right. You know, don't make me have to fuck a motherfucker up. I, I agree. <laughs> I, I agree like with Royce. what Royce was saying. It's like I don't see you as a as a right. real I, cat. I, you the How are you the one that determines that? Exactly. I like Royce a lot, but you know. And Royce is a way doper lyricist than Jamar. On top of that, he on did say some shit. He did say some shit like, "Name one bar of yours that stands up go. to Eminem at all." I got it's a few Royce. Yeah. I love Brand Nubian, but I got a few Royce joints in my playlist right now because Royce, Royce is, is dope. dope. Royce is super dope. Yeah, man. You know, and I, no yo, disrespect to Lord Jamar, but th- that shit is whack. What he's doing, I actually shit is whack. What he's uh, doing. Yeah, I, I don't care for Roy. Uh, for I, I don't watch Vlad TV because Vlad uses Lord Jamar a lot to push this thing, and I, I don't like that narrative that's being pushed. But speaking of this top fifty MCs thing, I did have something that I wanted to try today. That is like, um, what was I calling it? Like top. Iffy, 
iffy MCs, right? Because first and foremost, I think that the argument is a little ridiculous and it's kind of dumb to do. It's a fun exercise to do with your homies. I respect Late's opinion on hip hop. So me and him could have a reasonable conversation of where we would place people and why we would place them. And we could debate like, nah, but the impact's not as much as the ability. But what I thought might be fun is if we were to not use a ranking like Eminem is top five or Eminem is number two, you know, it goes Jay-Z, Nas, Eminem or, or some shit like that. But if we were to just give a kind of loose ranking on where we thought approximately without too much critical thinking where this MC would lie okay, on like. Okay. So, so uh, say, okay. for example, where does Sadat X lie on the greatest MCs of all time list? Mm. 70s? In my top hundred. He's in my top He's 100. He's in a guaranteed 100, He's right? He's in my top 100. Do you think that we could push him lower to like 80? Maybe. He Maybe. might be in my top 70. Where, he where might would, fit in 70. And, and, and I actually made a little bit of a thing here. Because that voice is dope. Yeah, I made a I made a little bit of a thing here because I wanted to try to keep track of it a little bit just to gauge where people would put things, and and, and what I mean is like safely, where do you think that you could place this MC without having I, like I'll, somebody's like no 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 no, that, no 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 I'll put that in my top fifty. It's somewhere Ooh, in there. I'll put that it in is 50. too high for I'm, me. I'm pushing it too that, much. For me, I feel like seventy eighty. Like it's seventy because when sure. you say fifty. I mean, it's a big sure. number, so you're That's like, oh, yeah, for sure. Right, but but right. when I start to really think about all the MCs, yeah, dude, there's like, fucking nine members of the Hopefully, Sadat X you know is what in I mean? the top true, true. 100. Yeah. Hopefully, yeah. you know what I mean? I, I would put. That's would, a good point. Would you put. Would you put five out of nine members of the Wu-Tang Clan in front of him? How many would you put in front of him? I would put uh, that's put a good question. Seven. Ghost, Ray, seven. and Yo, Meth. Ghost, Ray, Meth. I'd put and Dirty, probably RZA above him. I wouldn't RZA put above Dirty above Sadat. Honestly, I no really? shots. Probably everybody except I'd put you like God. six of the Wu-Tang above him. And probably. Cap. Yeah, would exactly. You, you I'm put, feeling you. Because yeah. I put about six of them, maybe above You'd them. You'd put Master Killer I'd put Master Killer above, above Sadat. Master Killer like has good solo albums. True. But also the voice is just so but undeniable. Yeah, his voice that gives that him a few extra is, points. You know? Sadat's voice he's, he's is He's one dope. of the most distinct voices yeah. in hip hop. So Between can, him and Guru, it's not that many would other you guys, dope voices. I, I, I've been trying to get a like an agreement on like a, a, a range of 10. Would you guys feel comfortable with... Him in the 70s. It yeah. sounds yeah. right. Yeah. 70s? Yeah. So I'm going to put Sadat X in the 70s. Yo, that's a good litmus test. How many members of the Wu-Tang right. would you put in front of them? In front of them? Word up. I'm going to go ahead and... I don't know how I'm going to keep track of this. I'm just going to put episodes... Yo, can I do one over. off the top for you? Well, yeah, that uh, I have a few MCs that I wanted to try to hit, but let's do it. Sky Zoo. Where do I put him in the top MCs of all time? He's safely, closer to 100, but I would he's say dope. safely he's 90. Yeah. 90 to 100. That, me too. That's I would put him higher. Good. Really? Like 50? Higher than Sadat? Higher than Sadat. I would put him higher than Sadat as well. Yeah. Hmm. But he's, the thing is, for me, is like... You talk about Sadat, pins. Sadat. 
Sky yeah, Zoo's yeah. pin. Yeah, his, his, his pin game is stronger. His pin would place him that's in the top voice 50, probably. Gives him a little another quality. It's also the know. impact and kind of the, the tracks that have come yeah, out for me yeah. a little bit. I feel like it, it's also like a respect thing. Like, that you shouldn't right. put, you know. You know, would yeah. you? Would he doesn't you, have enough under his belt. You know, like he's got more projects than Slick Rick, but I mean, do you like the impact? Right. The you know, Slick Rick I, I would a feel higher number because he's Slick Rick. I would feel comfortable at eighties in the eighties for Sky Zoo, safely. And it, the only reason is because like I'm not thinking of a lot of MCs right now. Yeah, like Scarface. Doesn't, I mean, you know, how many MCs are on that list? Gotta be of rappers, right? Like, what is vocabulary. This? this is the uh, the vocabulary list ranking the size of their vocabulary. Yeah, so that's on the, for our listeners. It's on my wall here, uh, on our wall, on the studio. I'm gonna wall. give you some songs. You're gonna can have I to put, put my picture I, up here. Some words. We gotta we gotta do the math though. We gotta count the words. Yeah. Would you say 80 is fine? 70s with Sadat? Actually, I would put Sadat lower. I would put Sadat closer to 100, and I would put... When you say lower, you mean like on the lower like number yeah. one? Okay, okay. Not not greater. And Sky Zoo, I, I doubt he'd break 50, but he'd be maybe that 50, 60, 70 range. Yeah, lyrically, he'd be higher than Sadat. Give me, give me, impact, give me your, I, I your, put him lower than Sadat. Give me your 10 range, your 10 range, and your 10 range, For and who? let's just split the difference. Like, if Sky you go Zoo? 80 and I go and I go 70, then he's got to be, what, you know? Or if, if you go 80, if I go 90 and then you go 70, we place him in 80. Talking about you Sky know? Zoo? Yeah. I would say I'm going 80. I'm going, seven, to I'm be going, safe, I'll say 70. I'll I'm put him with 70 something. as well with that. Okay. Let me, uh, let me try another one here. Shaq D's. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> How Was about 500? Yeah. No, I put Shaq safely like 140 Are range. You kidding me, he's bro? a got a he's a platinum rapper. <laughs> he's he's the yeah, he's a platinum fucking best MC uh sports star combination. Sports star. I don't know. You're right, you're right about yeah, that. Yeah, yeah. Right All right, hold on. Let me let me see. Um, How does my ass taste? Uh, word. What about um Postanus? Mm. Ah, come on! This is my dude. Top fifty. Pasta never talked is, about. Pasta news. I'm putting him in the top fifty for sure. For sure. I feel like for 50 sure. Is safe. Now, now the thing for about sure. this is that like we're not trying to be precise. We're just saying a feel. Right. A feel. Right. There's I'll approximately put him in my top 40. fifty other I'll rappers. I put him in my top thirty. Actually, pasta news. Pasta? I put him in my top thirty. Actually, no solo album. My no solo album. I know. I'm a... He's a collective with his partners, but I put him alone in my top thirty. I'm agree with Jenna on that. Definitely you said 30? 30, 40 All range. Right. So I said yeah. 50, so let's put him in 40 to be safe. Is that fine? Mm-hmm. Name another MC, Late. Uh, yo, I'm going a, I'm to a flip it a little bit. Pimp C. <sighs> I'm putting Pimp C in my top, top 60. Six. Yeah, so I 60. Was going 60. I think his importance as, as, as a head. Southern rapper is right. a, like, uh, I am pu- I think I'm putting down. Scarface in my top 20, to be honest with you. Wow. Top thirty at least. Oh yeah. I put yeah, Pimp C in like wow. seventy. Wow. I'm putting him in my seventy. Pimp C. Oh, do you say Pimp C or Bun B? I Pimp C. Kind of Pimp C. Yeah. I put Bun B a bit higher than Pimp C. Pimp C is sixty. They, they both. I put them both. <laughs> that near right? each other yeah, around, I'd say around like seventy. Seventy. Yeah, yeah. that's what I'm thinking. Oh, for both we're hitting everybody in the seventies today. Pimp C. Okay, let me try another one. Hmm. Dell, the funky homo sapien. You know, as far as like um, impact, I have to put him lower than like lyrical, 
lyrical content. Lyrical content, I'll put it much higher. He fell off hard, but the 90s, he was great in the 90s. Like, I love listening to Dell's MCs, you know, the limitations. Come on. I'll I put him in my in top 50. His I'll run put him in from 50. I Wish My Brother George Was Here right. all the way through the Hyro release and Deltron yeah. is a good, strong uh, He's years. definitely in my 50. And and depending, if I listen to more songs, I might rate him higher. But I, I'm gonna say I would 50. like to say 50 as well. You okay with that, Lane? If I can think I of 49 other MCs, 49 that I would place above him, probably. I feel like I don't get Dell enough to rank him. Like, I've heard his solo albums, yeah, but... I've done a lot of acid at Mushroom, just rock with so my I'm really, I'm just, really just feeling them. We, we folks. No. <laughs> no I, like, I used to listen I, to Mushroom, eat Mushrooms, and listen to Dell. That's why I was I, like, yeah, I feel him. I feel I, this guy. I've made the argument that Dell is top five West Coast MC in the 90s. Top five. Yeah, I I've won't made go there. the argument. Maybe ten. I might put him at ten. I would that. feel fine agreeing with that, but I feel like his catalog was really strong and influence. Yeah, that's true. That's influence, true. influence was yeah. really powerful I mean, to a lot of people. He put Hyro on the map, so you gotta appreciate that. Yeah, Deltron is a classic album. So okay, we we saying just fifty then for Del. Let's. How about you? You name an MC, and then we'll we'll put an end to this. Okay. Okay. Any MC. Razzcast. 80s. I place him. I place him lower than Sadat. You know, I mean, it depends. That's why. What are we judging on? Like lyrical content. I, I, I place him. This is all just higher. feel. This is just feel. But like impact, yeah. I put him lower than Sadat. Raskas. Like, yeah. Raskas. His his pen game is stronger. He's got a Have classic album. Have you heard his album. new song with Snoop? No, he's dope Ooh. still though. To this is wow. it good? I only heard Snoop's part. Mm. I didn't hear Raskas verse, but I heard Snoop's part, and that shit, dude. Snoop, I love, love Snoop. That's my next artist, Snoop. How okay. about Snoop? Where you put Snoop? Oh well, let's Wait, let's, let's do Raskas. Yeah, let's finish Raskas. Raskas. Let's do Raskas. Raskas first. Where you got Raskas? Yeah, I was I gonna say sixties, like seventies. Is what I would I say feel. Sadat. Like I've listened to Sadat songs in the past three, five years. New songs that I. You know, maybe added to Nature the rotation. The Go listen to the old rap. Usually, right. when I hear Raz on a song these days, I'm like, eh, mm. I miss the I old. Feel I feel you. I feel rest. But feel you know, every time I different. see some real rich like white racism online, I just go and turn on Nature of the Beast. Word. And I feel, like, I, feel, I feel like, yeah. The Threat. Yeah, the threat. Oh, Nature yeah, of the yeah, Threat. Yeah, right. yeah, Nature yeah. Of the threat. So, so, you know. Right. Yo, uh, I, yeah, I I'd like say six. 80s, 90. Okay, okay. That's that's fair. Maybe. Let's put it to the like 70. Okay. Wait, okay. Now I'll, I'll take. 80s. I think the next one is I'll a good one because we need like some definitive, Snoop. high tier. Snoop, Snoop is like twenty. Lyrically, I, he's like a, a hundred and eighty. But like impact, he's like know, top, top, I think, top yeah, 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 I think yeah. he's early nice. Snoop. I think he's nice and writing and. And it sounds like Snoop hasn't written a lyric a, in like two decades. But his new Ele project Eloquence. is dope. His new project is dope. He got a song about like Shug and Death Row. I don't know what that song is called, and I don't know his new project. I know his song where Raskaz is called Blutiful. Uh, you but know, he's got some dope songs on this new joint. I heard about two or three songs, and this Snoop stepped his lyrical game up. He really I, did. I just, I've always, I've always thought, thought that Snoop, Snoop was, was nice. It's not about the complexity a lot of times. That's a lot of times true. it's about the eloquence. Nas That's is true. not like super complex. Like, well, even have if multis it's like that, it's eloquence. I mean, he didn't right. have that lyrical miracleness, but his flow, I mean, uh shit what's that shit called um institutionalized uh the first joint with dre oh deep in, deep cover deep, deep cover yeah. yeah 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 fucking crazy man you're yeah. right crazy, it's not crazy about being part. super lyrical but 
the way he raps and the way he rides the beat, Snoop is so unique, and he's not and he only birthed, the best at what he does. Period. He birthed everybody. Not I'm putting, not I'm only Snoop that. in my top twenty. I feel like for top anything. twenty is Maybe is appropriate. And I don't know why I say 180 for lyrics because you're right. His are, lyrics dope. If you're if you if you think of two great albums like definitively like undeniable masterpiece from the 90s it's got to be illmatic and doggy style yeah right right so oh, i mean oh, that's, a, that's a nice little pick right there. that's a nice pick right there yeah. those two albums i would put 20 guaranteed snoop's in my top 20 for anything i'm sorry i said 180 for his lyrics he's in my uh, top it, it, 20 all around if you're talking about complexity then he's not really right. doing a lot of poetic devices yeah. and shit. especially you know these I mean? days but that's yeah. all good and, and i don't mean to say like he's lazy now but I feel like he's so good. He just freestyles now, and it's fine. Like, like it's okay. Snoop, Snoop's joint with Nas. This song is dope to just sit and listen to because that shit is like the real play on player. Oh, when you hear yo, that shit, joint him Nas, is crazy. I love that shit. His yeah. like I, I love said, that song too. I don't know what the name of this new project is called, but I heard a song where he's talking about like basically making amends and people not respecting Suge Knight for what he did. It's a dope song. I listened to it and put a lot of shit in perspective. Like, Suge Knight, he's fucked up a lot. Word. But when you hear Snoop talk about what happened and their legacy, man, that shit puts it all in perspective. And you're like, only Snoop could have said he's, that shit he's and had made so sense many, with it. So many diverse sounds throughout these three fucking decades. You know, he's he's managed to have like a hit in every single decade. Snoop. And it's so diverse, but mm. it's always undeniably Snoop Dogg. Right. And you know? and he's got the voice. He's got yeah. one of those voices oh, too. Yeah, yeah. So like, yeah. I'm I'm a big fan of uh of Uncle Snoop, man. He's he's been he's Yo, for sure. Dope segment. Okay. Tight. Um, I don't know, man. Uh where can we find your music at? Um melotoninmusic.com. Dope. So that's M-E-L-L-O-W, Mellow, and Tonin is T-O-N-I-N. That's right. Music, M-U-S-I-C.com. If you go there, it'll bring you somewhere where you could get about four or five of our joints right now. We'll probably put a few more as we get good mixes on them. Word up. After we uh, take this little break, we're going to come back. We're going to share some of that music. We're going to talk a little bit more. Yes, Mega Late Show number 87. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yo, what's good? This is DJ Spinner, and you're listening to the Mega Late Show, the number one hip-hop podcast in the world. Peace. Yo, so where y'all place Ice Cube? 180? Nah, I'm putting him in the top 50, dude. A cube uh, goes in the 50. Cube has to be Cube goes in the 50. Guaranteed. He goes in the 50. Yeah. 40 even I would be fine with. He's pretty high, yeah. 30 even is arguable. Even with all the biting and bullshit. I won't say 30, but maybe 40. Even, maybe 40. I feel like his transgressions place him lower on the list. He has a lot of transgressions. Like he tried I mean, to come at Common, and Common showed him like Common I, did, I ain't just a backpacker, motherfucker. Yeah, Don't yeah. come at me. Ice Cube needed to go to Farrakhan after that shit. But when we add, are we there yet to the equation? That's like right. bars. five. Uh, the bars. dude Top who five? produced that movie, I used to hang out with him. Tim Story. He made the barbershop movies. Damn. We was dating the sisters. I used to date this Filipino girl for seven years, and he was dating. He married. He's married to her See, sister. See, if you would have continued so with we that the Filipino two girl, you could have had a little Filipino kid like me. You know what? I know her since I, I thought was you were gonna say you could have been in. Are we there right. yet too? <laughs> See, I could have hooked you up. I, I, I've been to so many Filipino barbecues and family yeah, shits in LA because they know girls. Girl. 
Philippine we was like girl. the only two black dudes at all the family gatherings at their Filipino oh, yeah? shit. It was like the Kardashians for Filipinos, but me and him were the black dudes. Ah, that was back when he was just producing Wu-Tang videos. Ah. But then he started doing movies and shit. He made all the barbershop movies, and he did the first two Fantastic Four movies. Oh, man, shit. those were trying. Yeah, let's not talk about that. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, shout out to him. <laughs> Yo, Tim your man's was dope shout until out, then. Shout out to Tim's story. Uh, I ain't seen you in a few years. What's up, Tim? What up, baby? It's the DJ legend Marley Maul in the building. I don't care who first or who last. You need to shake that ass with the Mega Lay Show, baby. You know what it is. Peace. Oh, shit. Mega Lay Show. Episode number 87. Hey. That's right. We're here with the folks. Jeno of yes, Melotonin, sir. Gray Medium, all those type of things. Yep. And uh, we are going to go ahead and get into the second half of the podcast here and now. Um... I don't know. Do we go right into the musical shares, or do we do something else before that? I'm not exactly sure. Can we do one thing before that? Let's do one thing before that. Do it. I'm going to put a time limit on this. Yo, can we talk about that Rhapsody album? We should definitely talk about that Rhapsody album. Man, was that last week listen, or two man. weeks ago? It was My not friend's been telling me two Fridays to ago. I don't even listen yet. Yo. I got to do it, huh? I got like three people who told me, man, go listen to this shit. Yo, it's... Uh, I'm glad we didn't do it right immediately as it came out because I've had time to sit with it and it's sunk in a little bit. It's crazy. Like, I think it's a testament of a good album where, you know, I'm the type of person who will listen to something over and over and over again, like one song. And I've gone through like five or six songs on that album now where, you know, at the beginning I was like, oh, this song is good, but I'm stuck on this song. And now I've shifted to, oh, I didn't think I would get to this song, but I'm like, oh, I want to hear that now. And yeah. I've, I'm, I see myself doing that with a few more tracks in the future. Okay, okay. It's a great album. So man. I'm definitely missing out by not listening right now. I mean, not to like be like, hell yeah, nigga, you're missing out. But yeah, man, you got to check it out. No, it's super good. I, I was, um, you know, I, when it when it came out, I was like, oh shit, new Rhapsody album. I'm excited to check this out because her last project was one of the best of that year. Mm. And this this is probably going to sit in my top five albums of the year. Okay, well, I'm going to listen to that shit tonight. It's so many, there's so many tracks and they unfold differently at different times of the day. Like, I couldn't get past uh, Maya. Maybe I saw I one video. Maya for like she a got a video for one joint. Yeah, she, the Maybe joint the, with uh, yeah. yeah, I like that shit. I still don't know how to pronounce dope. that. Yeah, I don't that know That shit's either. dope, though. Word. The video's dope. Yeah, I mean, I've seen clips like, on was Spotify, Mary J they got, was like, in that video, video clips. Was she? I think that makes Jay's sense. In that Yo, video. it's a, it's not that's only why it was dope. black Just excellence. Mary was like, wow, that's it's shit's like, dope. Uh, women upliftment, black women specifically. Yeah. It's yeah, yeah. not Mary PLC, which you know, no shots at that, but it's specifically black women focused. It's great, man. Yeah, it's really good. I mean, that song's incredible. It's dope. Yeah, the whole album's okay. like that. I'm going it, to listen. It's tonight. actually ridiculous how dope some of those tracks are. Cleo. Yeah. Oh shit. I mean, that's what the second cut. Cleo is so crazy. She's got yeah. Queen Latifah on that album. Yeah. What? And Queen Latifah had, sounds right. Yo, she's, Queen she's Latifah kind of bars out. Queen Latifah on some new <laughs> shit. Rapping. Like, yo, yo. Really? Khadijah? She never fell off, man. Like, <laughs> really? She's been dope. And like, uh, oh, even the track Cleo is named after uh, Queen Latifah's character and set it off. You know, I follow Ninth Word Wonder online. It is. And I saw him put a little... It's not Cleopatra? No, it is definitely not Cleopatra. Are you sure? Yeah, I'm positive. She even has lines about the about the set it off in the in the song. Maybe it could be both. Oh, that's what you were rocking with? Not yeah. not Miss Cleo, the psychic uh, hotline. I thought BET. it was dope that she named the whole album off of a female rapper. I thought that was pretty yeah. cool. You yeah. know what I mean? Yeah. 
Yeah. Oh no, nobody got that. That one's called no, Eve. No, no. It's definitely not named oh, after the right? rapper it's Eve. Not. Oh, <laughs> hold on, hold on, I'm man. Sure I, do I have not. something for this? <laughs> wait, wait, wait. <laughs> uh, no, that was pretty good, late. Yeah. I appreciate that. Uh, okay, okay. I was like, I saw Ninth Wonder online commenting. I guess he made the music for that. A lot She's of on his label. Yeah, because yeah, yeah. he was commenting She's like jamming. that was like a throwaway beat, or he was. He said, "This is what he said." I, I didn't. I didn't hear the song. But I saw Ninth Wonder, and he said, you know, I made that beat because I was trying to show Kadeem Hardison, Theo, or some mm. shit. I think he was talking about Kadeem Hardison. He said, I was trying to show him something about, like, doing some production shit. Mm. That's why I made that beat. Uh. But it became, like, what it is. It's Cleo. He, I was surprised. He didn't make a lot of the tracks on right, there. Right. There's a, a good number of producers on there. Mm. But his but production. He made the Cleo shit. I don't know who did Cleo. Well, I'm saying Ninth Wonder do, said he made the Cleo. Yeah, he oh, okay. made, he well, made he Cleo. He made, it he made Maya as well. Show Kadeem Hardison some about like some production type shit. Word. Just like not thinking like it was going to be some shit, but that's the Cleo beat. Yeah. Yo, it's a really good album, man. I would say there's only one track that I usually don't go Skippable? back and listen to often. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But other than that, yeah. it's great. Ninth's production on it is so lush. Uh,. He's really grown as a producer. Yeah. If you listen to that last project that he had with um, Black Thought, a lot of those were old beats. So they were just like, you know, drums, loops. sample loops, and, you know, a few changes here Which and there. Which is great. But, but yeah, and they're dope beats. But this, man, he's actually composing. He's got uh, musicians there, and he's putting things together with um, that that joint Maya is, is probably my favorite joint on the album. And what's his name? Kay Roosevelt? The dude singing? Yo, that's incredible. Yeah, yeah. In the, really in the in the the female vocal sample on that, it, like it comes together so dope. Even the joint with um, I forget how to pronounce it, but the it's joint funny, with the jizz. Talking about Theo. Okay. You gotta speak into the mic. It was talking about Theo earlier, but it's funny because he's like, I made that beat sitting in front of Kadeem Hardison trying to show him how to give him a tutorial on the machine. Ah, uh, okay. That's why he mm. made that Cleo beat, hey man, and it became the happens. Cleo beat. Yeah, magic yeah, happens. Just yeah. comes out of nowhere. What was I saying? Oh, the fucking D'Angelo when the MCs it, he Yo, kills that too. It's it's amazing. That, uh, it's amazing. I've only heard one other person. I'm I'm sure a lot of people do it, but that low register singing. I've only heard Omar do it on that uh that common track. Uh, Heaven somewhere or something what like you mean, that. Like a baritone voice or what you mean? Like just singing in a low register, like um. D'Angelo does on the hook of that song, the rap rapidly song, right. where you know he doubles up the vocals, and you know people do harmonies. They usually go higher, but uh, he's like also does ooh, like a, a low, 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 yeah, low yeah. voice. And I've only heard Omar do it on that track, Heaven Somewhere, or something like that. The one of the last tracks on Electric Circus, where Common took all the singers on his album and put them all on one track, CeeLo, Mary, and like a whole bunch of other people. Mm. And Omar's on there, and I think he does his voice like that on that track. And I don't hear a lot of people do that technique. And it fits really well on that track to have that. Because, of course, we know D'Angelo has a great, you know, singing ability. But I don't know, man. That little freak on it to do that, it just made the whole track pop a a, a bit more, I feel. Yeah. Because, I mean, it's a liquid sword sample. But when you put that little extra spice on it it becomes a bit more sure and she does that throughout the whole album yo even the tupac sample 
the fact that she didn't take the song, she took like a live performance or something. It mm, sounds like he's at right. an open mic or a, sl- a, poet, a right. s- poetry jam, and she took that vocal sample. Yeah, man, it's really dope. This really, is, really dope. Uh, yeah, you know, it's, my interest. It's got like that newness bias for me, but I feel as though this is her like magnum opus. It's like the best project she's yeah. ever done, and it's a, that says a lot because she's only done dope shit. And uh, I, I see this one getting a lot of traction. I even heard them talking about it on Joe Budden's podcast. And okay. they, they don't really get into a lot of the kind of like dope hip hop, hip hop shit. They're yeah. mostly talking about like Nicki and yeah, right. Cardi. Exactly, but, exactly. you know, it, this is undeniable. And there's been a few albums this year that have been just undeniable that even the more pop centric fans gravitate to it. And I would say that that's this album and Bandana. Mm. Bandana's got a lot of flow. I'm like, loving those hip-hop. are my top two right now. Yeah. Like people thought hip hop was going in a bad place because of this like uh, mumble rap and whatever uh, they want to call it. But like even them, a lot of them are finding their grounding and figuring out how to be dope in it. But I, still, a lot of old school is coming back. I mean, what Missy dropped some shit. Yeah, yeah. Snoop's yeah. got some new shit. People under the yeah. stairs. People stuff. under the stairs. Wu Tang got like a movie, a document, docudrama about him coming yeah. out. Mm. Shit's ill right now. Like hip hop is growing. 2019's still. been great. Yeah, it's interesting. I thought 2019 had been really slow, but there have been a really nah, started really. off slow. Yeah, man. I remember us talking slow. about that. Yeah, but I mean, there there have been a lot of albums come out. The fucking Rhapsody dropped on the same day as Little Brother shit. And, it, and the Missy. Both, yeah, and they're both dope. And Jadena. Did you listen to the Jadena? Not an album, right? Yeah, it's an album. The album's out? Yeah, in fact, let me go ahead and get the auxiliary and let me go in. I'll do a musical share with the uh, from from your computer. Uh, yeah, I'll do a musical share off of that Jadena because it's pretty good. Um, I didn't know the whole album was out. Yeah, it's called 80, uh, 85 to Africa. I've heard the joint. What, well, what song are you going to play? Uh, Let me correct myself. I said Snoop and Razzcat's song was called Blutiful, but I think it's called LL Cool J. I think that's the uh, okay. name of the song, actually. Oh, okay. LL Cool J. Uh, here, here we go. Can I have you come down on it late? Uh, the joint I'm going to play is called Worth the Wait, featuring Sean Cootie, fella Cootie's son. Oh, okay. And the production is done by somebody who I'm not too familiar with, but they... Uh, it sounds like an African name, or reads like an African name, I believe. And so it's got kind of like this uh, like Afro beat, uh, Af- like African world music type of vibe to it. But, you know, this is the first track. This is the opening track. Worth the wait. Yo, is it better than his last album? Um, I haven't sat on it long enough to make that distinction, but it's pretty good. It, a lot of times the lyrics are missing for me, but there's a good vibe. If we can learn Starting off right yeah. Then we can learn Who is going to take the weight Yeah this shit is Really dope Yeah I love uh, I've heard So So Which is good I really like the track With the uh, gold link Yeah Baboosh Or something Something like that Okay. Yeah. yeah. 
Hey man, this album's called 85 to Africa. 85 is the highway in uh, in Atlanta to the airport and shit, right? One of them, yeah. I think that's why he called it. I was just about to say, if you know, you know. I remember that joint. Yo, this is live. This is the opening track. I ain't say Jack. I like it. I like it. Can I keep the pace? Can I keep the pace? I don't know. Yo, shout out to uh, I think he's on Wonderland. Uh, Janelle Monae's label. Shout out to everybody over there. He is. Yeah, this shit's got a good vibe right there. I like this. Yeah. In these days, I'm tired. Yo, we, this is Fella Cootie's son. We talked about... Oh, okay, hold on. I numbered like football justice. Fella Cootie, huh? Yeah. And Fella Cootie's son is dope, too. Yeah, this is Sean Cootie, I think it's pronounced. Maybe Sean? Sean Cootie? Maybe that's right. Wow. You know, he's not rhyming at the end of the beat. He's bringing it to the beginning yeah. again, like you was talking about yeah. earlier. I, I tend to like that, that flow. Bars, like right? if you if you uh, if your bar ends on the three or if it if it starts on the one. I, I but this shit's dope. Dude. Yeah, this shit's hella It's really dope. it's like a lot of tracks are dope, and you know, um, I I really like this kind of. I don't want to say it's new, but it's it's becoming more popular, and the sound is co- becoming more present in the public eye. Like uh, this kind of rich appreciation from like African co- nations. Like Jadena was he's he's Nigerian, I believe, uh, and he he was in Nigeria from uh, until like age six, and then the East Coast and then the West Coast. So he has like this kind of really interesting and rich culture to to pull from. He was like in Brooklyn and then in Los Angeles for his childhood. So. It's just, it's just, it's good. It's really good. There just feels to me right now. I don't know if hip hop has been in a better place. Yeah, I don't know if hip hop's been in a better place for the last two decades. Like 2018, incredible. 2019, like there's so much biodiversity and just interesting music, regardless of what you want to hear. A lot of this shit goes. It's still growing. I mean, and sometimes growth looks like a step back. Yeah. But Word. sometimes yeah. that step back is what you have to do to get clarity, you know what yeah. I'm saying? So you could go the proper direction. Yeah. Like it's like, you know, you miss your exit. Sometimes you got to move back and see see the big picture to know where you need to move. Yeah. And that's the step back. So that's like when, when we talk about these new kids and the mumble rap and all the shit we don't like about it. It's all right cuz that's part of finding out what they need to do sure. to make it right. That's, know, you know, and, a lot and, of the shit that I thought that was super whack influenced a generation of kids who made shit that uh, became a little bit more interesting. Right, so sometimes right. it's like that, you know. Exactly. What I mean? yeah, exactly. Music's in a music is in a really interesting place right now, and and, the, and I kind of love yeah. the fact that you can't sell CDs because what it does is it forces people who are in it for the money 
to find different avenues for money and not look for music. Word. And so you start getting, we're getting closer to a purity thing because a lot of people join the music game because shit, it's easy to put an app on your computer and start making a beat and say, I'm a rapper. It's easy. And you see the videos and you think, I'm going to sell a million records. Mm. But once people realize nobody's buying records, not Janet Jackson can't even sell a million right now. She can't. She could she could come out with a new album and it might sell like a quarter million. Well, she can't mechanical. Sell it's like, like she, she make, but uh, exactly. Yeah, but my point sales. is like so so the people who are new come into this game thinking they're gonna make money and there's not really money in selling music. It's unfortunate because of course the market or the audience might be smaller, and you know that'll also make the returns smaller as well. But like you said, it'll just remove. A lot of the fake, exactly. a it's lot of the people, the people who are who aren't doing it for a passion. Yeah, yeah, you know? yeah. It's like an automatic gatekeeping exactly. mechanism. Once yeah. they realize they've been doing it for two or three years and they made shit, they're gonna be like, "What's the next hustle?" Yeah. And it's so like anything. It gets like I'm back sure, to purity. I'm sure there's a really dope. Um, uh, yeah, what's that? What's that genre Skrillex was doing? Dubstep. Dubstep. Bro I'm sure there's a, a really dope dubstep producer right now who's really into dubstep. And even though everybody else has moved on, he was all about the dubstep. So now he's perfected his shit. I'm yeah. sure there's something like that going on. Yeah. yeah. I, th I tend to think that um, because the barrier of entry has changed, I wouldn't say it's easier, but it's changed yeah. to to uh, blow up. Like uh, the cream can rise to the top now without uh, old gatekeepers. Like in the That's '90s, true. we had like the DJs. The like this is this is dope. The, the so here it goes. Stations. This is dope. Yeah. Now um, you know there's there's cultural curators, but a lot of times this shit just goes viral and blows up. And it the just cream, can. Yeah. The cream can rise to the top. Like uh, my favorite guys. It's basically still that independent rap approach, but you know, outlets are picking them up. You'll see a music review for, about these guys on Pitchfork, and that wasn't possible as much back in the days. Uh, it seems a lot more easy yeah. now. The, it's the, true. the fucking most successful cat in fucking recent ever is uh, a gay black kid. It made like a country rap type of song, yeah, and, yeah, yeah. and that's Case really incredible, man. Like uh, the, the the only the only thing that I dislike about the kind of music community now is that people are so fine with making extremely derivative sounding music like copycats stuff people just rock with it because like oh this is a pop vibe i fucking dig this pop vibe so you'll have a lot of copycat shit there's a lot of shit that i listen to i'm common, like this sounds like everything common said else. it best in the line like you know you see what switch they hit and every yeah. nigga want to hit the same switch yeah so there's that you know? but you know there's also guys like Little Yachty doesn't sound like the Migos or 21 Savage. There's cats that, while being popular and They're making music, I don't like their voice. They have, they have a voice. They have a different yeah. sound sometimes. Like, yeah. I like 21 Savage. And to a lot of, like, my old high school homies that know me as, like, a underground hip-hop, true yeah. school hip-hop guy, so to speak, a lot of those cats are just like, why do you like that? I'm like, I don't know, See, man. Some people are hitting on a whole new generation as a, as a blanket way. Without yeah. really giving them consideration, being like, you know, it's like when we grew up. Everybody wasn't dope when we grew up. True. I mean, there was a Big Daddy Kane. There was a fucking Rakim. There was a Kooji rap. But there was also some shit that was Hell whack that we yeah. can't even remember exactly. because the shit had like right. one or two songs. And it was like, fuck yeah. that shit. If you like you um, type in, you know, those websites where, oh, the number one song 
the year you were born yeah, or whatever. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But yeah. then if you go further on those lists, there'll be some songs you're like, what the fuck is this right. track? Do you like, guys y'all remember, remember how massively popular No Limit was? Right. It's like No Limit rarely even gets played during like those dude, 90s parties. When they parties. first came out, you don't know how many dudes yeah. I know who used to diss that Southern yeah. shit. They used to be like, what the fuck? I are was these definitely dudes that. On? I did not like No Limit at all, right. really. And it's but now you got to respect Master yeah. P and what he's done. Oh, I I have you my know? my thoughts on Master P is like a business person have changed radically over the last twenty years. But the music, a lot of it was a yeah. lot of throw. It's not my style. Of, yeah, but you got to understand why people rock with it. So it's like yeah. when Lil Wayne first. So came did out, we put it like this. So when did Lil we, Wayne first came out. I was like, who's this little bastard with his garbage little eh, meh, 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 the yeah. South Sound? I was like, this shit's whack. But Lil Wayne's has has progressed as an artist so much. There was a point in time where it was undeniable that he was an incredible fucking lyricist. Yo. Like, yeah, nobody he's progressed it. as an artist. He's grown himself. I don't want to go off on this tangent. This may be something we have to discuss in the future, but I don't think there's a more popular artist with less classic tracks like solo like they're not featured on like their own tracks than Lil Wayne you're right about that absolutely I, I, I agree because you know I've been playing music out you know at events and I was like oh man I gotta drop some Lil Wayne what's that one Lil Wayne track and then I'd be like oh that wasn't a <laughs> there Wayne is track. no a there is no like feature. Wayne tracks yeah 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 he, he's got verses you know what I mean yeah that's a that's an interesting um premise Preposition? I don't know. Proposal? Yeah, yeah. it's dope. Uh, I'll have to think about that, but you're probably right. But I'm trying to say, even like when Outkast came out, it's kind of like when the gangster rap came out of L.A. New Yorkers was kind of like, man, that ain't rap. That ain't hip-hop. Yeah. Then when the South start bubbling, everybody in Cali was like, dude, I don't know about this shit. Yeah. But some people was feeling it. Some people was like, yeah, this shit ain't, ain't dope. I but think, then after I a while, know. everybody Outcast was always undeniably shit. dope. From Outcast might yeah. be the exception. From yeah. from day one, everybody was on their shit. Word. But it was a lot of shit out of there, like like Bun B and all them dudes in L.A. They wasn't getting that much play like you think, because everybody That's was true. on the L.A. gangster shit or the very lyrical shit, and it was like, where does that shit fit in? Everybody right. looked at it like, y'all ain't even talking right. Y'all ain't even right. pronouncing right. words right. 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 Like right. we don't feel that shit. Yeah. But after a while. Soon people opened up and thought, okay, that's just some other black people who who talk different, but they still feel in hip hop, you know, yeah, and they yeah. got with the program and realized that this shit is not just how you think right. it is. It's it's something else. It's bigger than that. Well, that's West Coast gatekeepers and East Coast gatekeepers exactly. preventing us from really embracing that so forth. And so I wanna say we're all kind of gatekeepers when we look at the new generation, like, nah, y'all ain't hip hop. Yeah. But in a sense, it's like, and most of them might be whack, and that's what we point to to prove our point. I but think, there's some yeah. in there. You got to find a diamond in the rough. You yeah. know, it's in there. It's in there. Yeah, you know, things are always going to evolve and change, but I will continue gatekeeping because yeah, I think yeah, there's yeah. a lot of people in this culture who are not of this culture. It's true. It's I think true. there's a lot of people who exploit the culture, and I think there's a lot of whack shit in the culture. And those type of slides are the slides from kind of the ethics and and kind of integrity that we had and people getting in the door, those are all the wackest moments in hip-hop to me. Yeah. A lot yeah. of those cats. You got it. But, yeah, that's but, you know, true. We look back fondly is a necessity. On yeah, we look back fondly on things. I'm very protectionist about the shit. 
which I don't need to be because obviously things happen without me anyways. But I still like to poke a little kid in the eye and tell him why he's, his shit is whack. And you dropped the jewel right there. We look back fondly on things. That's why we feel like there wasn't whack shit before or something. And now all the whack shit's here. Oh, but man, was, all the shit yeah, that yeah, I didn't like. If it plays shit. at, a, at a, a party, it's like, oh, man, I remember those guys stomping Come around on. in their Air Force Ones. I, I remember a song called The Rapid, this dude, The Rapid Duke. He was like, duh, ha, ha, ha. Yeah. That shit that's, was, that's hard. that shit's kind of whack, actually, yeah, when you really whack. think yeah. about that's, it. Yeah. But it when it came out, then, people didn't too. care. Yeah. But I mean, the point was, if somebody do that shit now, we call them whack. If they, yeah. I mean, people look at this little gay guy you're talking now. about. Yeah. I mean, they it's kind of a joke, and he knows, he doesn't take himself that seriously. He's not 100% like, yo, I'm the greatest artist. Yeah. If you look at his video, you can tell he don't take himself that seriously. And it's just entertainment. Yeah. But we we like diss people like that now. What's my guy's name? Zach Fox? Yeah. The only Dope. The, Shout out to Zach Fox. The only thing I'm going to diss this gay though. dude about is his name. Lil Nas X. You can't take another dude's name and just put Lil on it if they didn't give you permission. Mm. That's a whack move. He's a mean because guy. That's yeah. a whack move. Yeah. I mean, his song might have blown up on the country charts and hip hop charts, yeah. whatever. And but it's like if I said, okay, I'm gonna be Lil Late, Lil Mega. I can't do that if I didn't clear it with you. I just yeah. can't. If you guys already carved yeah. a name in the industry, if I'm in a different industry, maybe in the same See, industry, you I can't take somebody's name and do that. I, I don't really have so much negative to say about young man because I'm just happy to see that type Shine. of black happiness. Yeah, that shit right, don't right, happen right, all the right. time. You're right, you're right. I, I, I like that he getting one off on people too. So I just like, wish he changed his name. Lil right. Nas X though, come on. It might happen. Rich Rich Chica became Rich Bryant. What, what do you got, Late? What, what do you got in store for us today? Um, Before I, yeah. My pick this week. Actually, before I go into it, I want to announce I'm going to start doing weekly mixes. I know we've talked about in the past about doing mixes, and it's been a minute since I've done a Liquid Swords, which I may, Liquid Wards, excuse me, which I may do in a couple months, uh, another one. But this is going to be different. Uh, I'm going to start releasing some mixes with new tracks or tracks that, you know, Whatever I feel is related to those tracks, but I think a lot of stuff is going to be new, and I'm going to try to get a lot of Japanese stuff and homie stuff in there Word. as much as possible. Looking forward to that. Yeah. Uh, name, TBD. Uh, so when that is all done, I will let you guys know. Look for the mix, not the week after this episode, but maybe the week after that, officially, probably coming out. But uh, one of the new tracks I've been listening to is by Candytown, actually. And we've talked about them on the show, but I don't think we've ever played any of their music. But I think this is the best track I've heard from them. And yeah, let like ride for a second. You familiar with them? No, not at all. They are not dope. at all. You got me? Uh, I did do. My bad. Yeah. This Candytown. Yeah. Japanese. It's just, you know, we do this segment every week. 
but recently, I don't know if it's because I'm, I don't know, it's digital digging more, but I'd be like, oh man, I really want to highlight this song outside of just, you know, playing it at Coins Bar even, but we, we only keep it the one song a week, but there's a lot of good shit out right now. That's what's up. The hook is a bit, huh? Which makes me wonder about what they're talking about in the verses, but the vibe and everything is dope. Yeah, a while back I wanted to do like um, Mega 10, like August Mega 10, and yeah. just like a 10 song mix of songs that came out in, within like a last month or two or something that I found. I remember it's a good idea, yeah. I might hop in uh, on a week that you're not doing one and throw a week mix up on the SoundCloud. <laughs> it's the end of this yeah. this part. Real still player, I don't fuck with y'all bitches. But I'm sure saying that shit in English in Japan is fucking lit. People get it. Yeah. Like, I actually rock with those lines. I'm gonna <laughs> mental loop that in my head all day. But yeah, the beat is dope. Oh, the, the execution's really clean. I've always liked Candy Town, but this track, I don't know. It's a, it, you, you know, it doesn't sound like anything else. Where? Doesn't sound like anything else, which is dope. I mean, there's like hints of flavors, you know, mm. seasons, the seasonings in the composition, but it's really something else altogether, you know? It's like if a, like a video game song that they wanted to make for like a Japanese video game came out, but it was actually super dope. Word. You know what I mean? It's kind of got like this, this, like... Tokyo night, but like digital kind of Anne Frank appeals or some shit Anne like Frank. yeah, like like kind of neon colors, but An- like Anne Tokyo. Frank. <laughs> yeah. Oh, oh, not Anne Frank. What is Lisa Frank? The full. <laughs> yo, I just sent you a link to my my, my ex wife's uh, okay. page. You can check we'll out check some of her music and videos. Oh, super dope. Thank you. Do you listen to And she makes a lot her of, own beats too. Oh dope. Do you listen to a lot of Japanese artists? I don't actually. I don't. Not a lot. I got a couple friends who I did a few shows with that have their own live bands that I that I like. And as far as like like popular artists, mm, I like, you know, the, the basics like Utara. Oh sure. You know, mm. The basic Word. shit. I don't know I don't know enough to tell you who's really dope other than that. I Dos like Monos is really dope. Mm. All of our listeners should go check them out. What is it? For sure. Dos Monos. Dos Monos. Yeah, it's a group of three cats, uh, Japanese hip-hop? cats. That's some hip hop shit. Yeah, and it's some okay. real dope hip hop shit. Yeah, put dope. me on. Put me Their on. Album, I don't Dose know. City. Go yeah. check that out. Uh, wife, the track my, I just played was yeah. "Prove" by Candy Town. Okay. And I don't know if these are the members or if they're that featured on dope. the track. I'm I gonna like assume they're in the crew because it's a pretty big crew. Yeah. Uh, Gots, Keiju, and Mud. Yeah, that beat was dope. Shout out to that track. It's amazing. Mm, so mm. what are you gonna play for us right now? Hey, shit, maybe I'll play a song we recently put together. You know, and um, I don't think this is the final mix, but I'll let you hear it. Is I think it's mixed enough to like share shit. it. So all right, you can hear some and for shit. For all of our listeners, this we'll shit's about songs. to go off on on the podcast. Yeah, yeah. Okay, well, shit. You want to hear it? 
Yeah, I bust it. Should I hit it right now? Yes, sir. It's called shuffle. So, like I said, all these are like card related things. Okay. So this is shuffle. This yep. is uh soulful keys. Yeah, all three of us made this. Sorry, what's what's the other your other partner's name? Uh, Brother seventy third. Yo, this is super dope. Forget about your terror plot to stop me. I tear apart your body, then teleport to Bali. Yo, these brothers that you're working with, man, the production sounds so fucking well, I made th- I made this beat. Oh, yeah? Everything except the keys. Okay. Soulful keys, but the keys on. We all make beats on computers. Okay. One plays keys and one plays bass, and I'm on the mic. So we put it together however it comes for every song. Yeah. Sounds dope. I made this beat. So this is melatonin? Yes. Yes. You can get a grave. Or a pity party, pit me against anybody. I pick apart your inner parts in an art form that'll perform in front of a form form. Confirm permanent status in the best. Yeah, I could turn verses in the sermons. Stars. You better shuffle your feet. Go get snuffed, muffled, and drag, stuffed in a duffel bag. That sounds violent. Yeah, you would, you're, gonna get, you're gonna get persecuted. You would kill at uh, any of Oh, yeah. Let me get on. This isn't release. Exclusive. What's what's the name of this track? Shuffle. Are you just barring no hook? There's a little hook. I was about right to say, here, yo. That, that's dope, by the way. You better shuffle your feet or get snuffed, muffled, and dragged, stuffed in a duffel bag. Okay. This is the hook. We put all the songs at the end of the podcast for our listeners to check out without us speaking over them. Probably your best option player, see how you're morphing Off on the tangent, gunning, running rampant With champion sounds to amp the crowd You can't crack my style, don't even try it with your tight tropes I lose the noose, tight rope The production is really full, it's like And also right, your vocals right. are really tucked into the beat Yeah, yeah It's, it's really um, This is one of my favorite joints that we've done so like, far uh, What would I, what would I say about that? Like it's, you feel immersed in the sound, Yeah, right? yeah, I think we put like that one together like, well. It's not mixed Right But I, I mean, it's like a I told him that mix is good to go and i told him let's put it up but he was like let me mix it more we're not putting that one up it sounds really full like this the like uh the panning it's like very much i feel uh so brother brother 73rd he plays the bass and we all make beats online on computers 
but he he usually does does the mixes, Dope. and he's not ready to put that one up. But I was okay. like, man, that shit's ready to go. Shit but he's like, uh, track, I can no. get it tighter. So I, I'm I'm giving him some time. I like but this I'm one like, too. Put, oh yeah, this one we got a video for. I've seen okay. this one. Where? YouTube. Yeah, yeah. We on, on YouTube. Yeah. We got it on there. I like this. This shit came to me in a dream. It was an interesting way how we made this song. What's this one called? You. And we sampled them. You got me hanging on the string now. That's what that you is from. Yeah. We got clips of the video in our video, too, if you look carefully. It's ah, some ill shit. That's what's up. And we're watching it on the screen in one part of the video. It's yeah, dope. man. It's pretty dope. You guys are super talented, and I'm definitely looking forward to seeing you perform at an event soon. So maybe we can help facilitate that. Look it up. Now, actually, look it up. We, we absolutely can help facilitate that. Look it up. So we'll be seeing you guys soon. All of our listeners should go to what melatonin, uh, melatonin music.com. Uh, melatoninmusic.com. So, can you spell melatonin for yeah. us? M E L L O W, melatonin is T O N I N, and then music, M U S I C.com. Melatonin music. You know, it's a play on words, it's like a you know, the melatonin, you know, but um. It's definitely we got mellow tones coming okay. out here. So yeah, we're trying to keep up, it mellow up. with the way we're doing it. Even if it's battle rap, we're not trying to be too over yeah. oh, you know slaughter you to, with love taps. Like, yeah. Yes. Let's get some uh, uppercut unchanging. your month, man. Right. Uppercut the month. Seize the day. Right. Yeah, get you this unchanging some different going? shit you don't know, yeah. like uh Word. Well, this song is called Get It Girl. It sound like you about to get it. Or might get it. Yo, um, Jenno. Yes. We've got some questions we usually ask Go ahead. all the guests. Uh, let's start off a little light. Who's your favorite member? Well, no, that's not light, actually. Actually, which, which of these are good to start with? What's your theme music when you walk into a room or you're about to enter a prize fight? You know what? It's not hip-hop. That's fine. Fair. Okay. I like a lot of Thievery Corporation. Oh, okay. Say I like again? Uh, Thievery, Thievery Corporation. Corporation. I don't know if you know this. Uh, we'll go get into their albums. I love Thievery Corporation. They got dope music. What they genre got, is it? They, psh, every genre. They got a French. If you listen to one of their albums, by the time you get to the end, you heard like half of them are instrumental songs. They got like three or four might be a girl singing in French. They might have a reggae artist doing two, a rapper doing a song. And it's just and like some, you know, bongos and world beats on some of the music. It's all over the place. But that's why they're dope. Because their beats are dope from top to bottom. And they, they got every genre covered. Word. You know, it's just beats. It's lounge music. Maybe I'm going to call them lounge music. Thievery Corporation. Okay. Yeah. Probably Jungle. I like Jungle a lot. Not Nas's little brother, but a group called Jungle. <laughs> a group called Jungle. Word. They got dope music. I like Jungle gets me in the right mood. If you ever watch their videos, their videos are the dopest videos ever. Besides OK Go and their ill videos, Jungle got dope videos. Yeah, it's always dancers in different way. Like one video is just like a six or seven year old girl break dancing, spinning her head and shit. The whole video is just her break dancing. Just only her in the video. But their music is dope. So when I walk in the room, I'm feeling Thievery Corporation Jungle. I might throw on some Nas. Nas always, I, I like Nas. Nas is my dude for some reason. I don't know. Do you have a specific song? 
Nah, I don't. I don't think I have a specific song, but maybe I, I got a group of songs. Okay. Something like that. Or, yeah. Favorite member of the Wu Tang Clan. I'm gonna hit you with a couple favorite members of groups. No, Let's I'm gonna tell you. Group. Let me tell you my story about the Wu Tang. I have a feeling like you know Method Man talk about the Johnny Blaze and Ghostface as Tony Starks, and you know the they're probably, they're they'll probably kill me for this, but I think I influenced that shit because I got a I got a cipher with Method Man back in '95. We did a show. Me and my partner opened for Mob Deep and Rascass in '95 in L.A. It was on my girlfriend's birthday at that time. So it was May 8th in 95 in Reseda in the Valley. And Method Man happened to be there. So we got a little cypher with Method Man before the show came on with me, my partner Meth, and about three or four other cats that was just in a club. A nice little cypher was going around. But me and my partner, we split the, we spit this song we had called West Coast Avengers. And we had put it together on some superhero shit because we was trying to write a couple comic books we had a, a connection with Landmark Entertainment at the time. Our manager was working for Landmark, and he was going to start their whole music division. Landmark is a billion-dollar company that made, like, the King Kong ride. And they didn't have a music label, but they got our manager, and they was going to start a music company. It was, we had billion-dollar backing to start a new music company. We was going to be the first artist because mm. he was only managing us, too, at the time. So we was like, dude, our music is going to be bigger than music. So we started trying to design the comic book based on us and our friends and some young black dudes with superpowers and shit. So we start writing songs to, to be connected to that. So we start writing songs about our, our rap battles, but it was based on like superpowers. So when we saw Method at this club, I spit this verse from that song and then my partner spit his verse. And then we went into the third verse, which was some back and forth shit. And it was about like some, it was called West Coast Avengers. Mm. This is 95, before he was Tony Starks or Johnny Blaze, before any of that shit. And we spit our version of the West Coast Avengers. Then, like a year or two later, Meth is like, I'm Johnny Blaze, right. you know, Last this Marvel character. And I was like, dude, Blaze. come on, dude. Mm. And so I know we're on the right track because I see how we influence people. And I don't mm. want to call out Meth because they did this shit their own way. I mean, style. it could be, it could be. They, know, they did shit their own way. What do you call that shit? But the I monkeys feel. Monkeys washing coconuts in the river. 100 monkey theory. But you know what? I got an exhibit story like this, too. L.A. Times was his first single. You know, I had a song called L.A. Times a year before that. And I know Damn. he used to listen to it because before he was exhibit, he had two partners. And those other two partners were the two dudes that me and my partner used to battle in high school every day. Right. Mm. So after high school, one of those two dudes was like our producer. He used to make beats for me and my partner. So we'd come through the crib, listen to his beats. He will always play the music that he was making for exhibit and his other dude. He would play their music for us. And we'd be like, can we have that beat? And he'd be like, nah, hell no. Nah, that's for this shit. Mm. So when Exhibit and Ali used to come to his crib, he would play them our shit too. And they'd be like, oh, I want this shit. And he'd be like, nah, that's Ronell and Marquis shit. So we had a demo we had called LA Times. You know what I'm saying? And it had about four or five songs on it. You know, the sad part is there's so many artists like that. Where? Yeah. It's like so many artists like that. Yeah. That, yeah. that had like something and then somebody else got it and popped it off like ice yes. cubes whole west side connection shit was all volume 10 right right you know right, what I mean? right he just jacked that whole exactly. style his whole shit changed volume 10. Right? shout out and volume 10 just sitting Pistol there grip now pump on my lap at all times i open for him dude see we open for lynch mob volume yeah. 10 and all those dudes back yeah. in the days man yeah man i mean ice there cube was, was at so the show with volume 10 we open for volume 10 and that's the first time i met ice cube at that show People that know, Matter of fact, 
people to know no. Because after that, Ice Cube's Bing, for the tater, for the cheese. Absolutely. Please. Absolutely. Yeah. You see that, right? Yeah. Absolutely. And people don't even know. People are Googling volume 10 now. Listen to this shit. Yeah. But I opened for that motherfucker, and Ice Cube was at the show, and me and my partner were so geeked to take a picture with Cube. Even but though we was, was opening for volume ten, <laughs> Ice Cube was like, "I like that." We opened shit. it was volume ten and yeah. and and um House of Pain, and mm. we got to be one of the little openers. My manager used to used to manage the club in Reseda, in the Valley in California, in the Valley outside of L.A., and so he'd just put us on the bill when artists came through. So that that show was volume ten and and House of Pain, and so we got to open that shit. Uh, Cube came through. Yeah, yeah, I mean he's. I guess we'll have to place him on the uh, top iffy of all time list at some point, but word. All right, favorite member of uh, Hyro. Oh, oh, and Wu-Tang, you, you didn't oh. even let me finish. Oh, favorite, I yeah. just told you the meth Shit, story, yeah. but he's not my favorite member. My favorite member is definitely Ghostface. Okay. Hey, Raekwon's a close second, but mm-hmm. I'm going to go with Ghostface. Hyro, I'm going with Tajay. Tajay? Okay. Fellowship. AC. I'm going AC all the way. Favorite AC album? All balls don't bounce. I'm a book of human language type of guy. It's cohesive. All right. Uh, favorite tribe album? What's the one with Ward Award Tour? What's that album? Is that the name Midnight of the album too? Marauders. Was that the album name? No. Midnight, Midnight Marauders. Yeah. I'm going with that. I'm going with that as my with favorite. With Mohammed, my man. I, you know, I like I always, every tribe album, but I'm yeah. going with that one. I always used to say it's too. either that or low in theory, but you know, thank you for your service. I'm not mad at anybody who picks that. The only one that's questionable is me. I think I'm gonna go with Midnight Marauders too. But low in theory is Midnight Marauders for me. Also dope. Yeah. Super dope. The only one that's questionable is uh, the, love the love. The love movement. Love, right? It just got too. It just got too. The many, love uh, shit. The love shit. Right. Weak points on it. And too much fucking I consequence. Agree. I agree. It's it's mostly consequence that fucks it up for us. But I agree. If you were on a if if you were stranded on a desert island and you could only choose two artists whose entire catalogs you would have access to, which which two artists would you choose? Wow. It'd be between Nas, Snoop, and Redman. It'd be between those three. This? It'd be okay. between those three. Two, any, I take any two of those three. Ooh. I take any two of those three. All Give me three two of those, those artists have great albums and some weak Just albums. for their catalog. I'm going to be happy albums. with their catalogs. Yes. A lot of albums, though. Yeah. Give me any two of those three. I'm going to be Snoop's happy with the catalogs. Snoop's the most diverse. Mm-hmm. He got a he got a reggae, reggae album. Yeah, yeah, you're right. He got you're right. pop albums. You're he right. got real gangster albums. Has the joint with Damian Marley. Yeah, true that. Right. But Nas's flow is much more fixed yeah. in one style. You're than right. Nas either of the other is cats. not as flexible as the other two. Wow. But yeah. I like what Nas does from yeah. top to bottom. He's great. He's great. I don't know. So I'll take Nas and Redman or Nas and Snoop or Redman yeah. and Snoop. I'll take any of that combination. This pass Murder, right fuck, kill. Mary. You trying to murk everybody all the time. <laughs> Murder. Can't marry none of these dudes. Come on. <laughs> Dismember. No. Wow. Uh, Mary, fuck, kill. Thank you. Wow. <laughs> what the hell? Mary, wow. fuck, kill. You got to some girl rappers if you're talking about Mary. I can't marry a... a wait wait for, for it. Wait no, for it. Wait for it. Wait for it. Mary, fuck, kill. This is very important. Really think about your choices because Mary, that's for your wife and fuck you're fucking with and then... Kill is done forever. So, you know, think about where your penis is going. Okay. 7 Eleven, Lawson's Family Mart. Oh, shit. See, no. Ah. 
Family Mart is, I mean, no, Lawson's is the kill. Definitely. Lawson's is the kill. Oh, really? Yes. Okay. Family Mart, they got the best nacho chips. Nachos. They got the That's best the nachos. The it's better show. than the Doritos, dude. It's better than Doritos, straight up. You get some regular Doritos and Family Mart nachos, the Family Mart ones are better. So I'm going to fuck Family Mart because we can do that all day, every okay. day. And I'm a Mary 7-Eleven because that's the staple. Mm. I got to keep that around. People have their choices, man. Yeah, People man. have I mean, their choices. If I'm wrong, tell me another another way it goes. You are a little well, wrong. Mine is, <laughs> mine is uh, Family Mart, Mary, Lawson's Fuck, 7-Eleven Kill. What? Yeah, I'm a Lawson's Family Mart Kill 7-Eleven. What? You guys kill the 7-Eleven. Uh, so the, the choices are usually... Uh, the proximity, rated, yeah. Oh, right, yeah. <laughs> and then, yeah, your it's like preference. it's like proximity, then single item. Uh, okay, okay, okay. okay. I, I know what you mean, but I don't know. Uh, I'm starting to I'm starting to be off all three of those, and I'm starting to get down with the mini stop. I might be <laughs> mini about stop. mini stop. You know Shout I mean? out to mini stop. Yeah, yeah. word. Do we have another uh, another question, mate? A couple. Okay. Um, who is Someone you would like to see a biopic made of, and who do you think should play that person? Wow, that's a microphone. That's a hell of a question. Now I gotta think about it. Give you gotta give me a second on that right. one. I can't well, just... why are you thinking? Let me just say like uh, casual, speak. Casual. Kaz always had a really, uh, really one of my high school too. friends was in this video. Oh yeah. Casual right, I might. Uh, had a little glare when I stared at you. He got but such. No, she was like that. Yeah. Super dope voice. Casual is dope. The meritorious. Dude. Yeah. Flows our bus. Casual is dope. Okay. Casual is hella dope. Everything that my homies okay is all right. These days display <laughs> recklessness. Whose tech is this? Pointed at the middle of your solar plexuses. Follow me on See, my. See, y'all gonna think I'm a stand. Because I'm about to say Nas for the biopic. Mm. But it's just because for a West Coast cat, I'm quite surprised at all these East Coast preferences, man. Yeah, yeah. You know, I mean, I, I, I like the West Coast influence. But Nas, I don't know, for some reason, I, I like connect with him on a level. I don't connect with other rappers. And he's the epitome of hip hop for me. Mm. For me. You didn't like, get you enough know. of him in the Roxanne Shante? Uh, documentary, <laughs> yo, the, no. the biopic, yeah, yeah. He's like, okay, okay, yo, okay. little Nasir, <laughs> you gonna do something with your life, Nasir? I feel like that was a commercial for like the Nas movie. Yeah, that's yeah, like yeah. the Avengers, <laughs> <or> like, <laughs> the, like, in the Queensbridge <laughs> Avengers. It's like that's where it comes through. The Queensbridge, <laughs> the Queensbridge <laughs> Avengers comes through. Avengers. Yeah, you can make that movie yeah. straight right, up with, right, uh, right. with Marley Marl yeah. being a uh, Nick Fury. Nick Fury. <laughs> <laughs> like, you know, like, because like I think the shit he went through with Jay was so interesting too. Like when you read like his baby mom's version of like how a dude Nas is standing outside the radio station with guns waiting for Jay to finish the shit and come outside so he can get killed mm -hmm. and Jay's extending the shits because he don't want to go outside I mean straight from the horse's mouth kind of shit like yeah. Nas is as ill as it gets and and a lot of people like that he was talking about other people's lifestyle and that's probably true because that's what Ice most Cube rappers do the do. same thing Ice that's what Cube most rappers do but it doesn't discredit that they've done things but the thing is you don't have to do a lot of dirt to be official 
That's right. pretty whack. Like I've done right. dirt, but I've been, I don't have no bodies. Sure. I haven't killed nobody. Sure. You know what I'm saying? I've done shit. I've had illegal guns in my pants with the serial number scratched out. I've done it. Right. Because we bought pounds and shit from ex-felons, and we had to do that shit. And if, if they didn't give us what we wanted, we had to get out of there one way or another. Right. And so I've done it. I'm happy shit didn't go south because I don't want to have to be the guy to have mm. to catch a body. You know, I drove around with a razor blade in my car looking for the crackhead who stole $20 from me for like three hours trying to find his ass. I've done that shit. Word. You know what I'm saying? I've done that shit. But I don't want to have to slice him. I don't want to do that shit. I don't really want to. But he just had me heat it because of the way the shit went down. Jay-Z did that. So you didn't have to. So my point is like, you don't have to be a big gangster with 20 bodies to be real. That will make nobody real. And if you got that many bodies, you're probably stupid. (laughs) <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Okay, Honestly. Okay. Like, what the fuck are you doing with your life, dog? You know? So, but my point is, like, that's why I like Nas. I mean, he can, he, he's so descriptive. But at the same time, like, Jay-Z tried to diss him. Is it Uchiwali or is it Black Girl Lost? But what Jay-Z forgot is that that's the reality of life. I mean, everybody's got this this paradox. And, right. I mean, shit, we like to have fun. But at the same time, we want to get better. mm and and I mean it was a good diss for Jay Z to do, but 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 the reality is that's why Nas is dope because he's comfortable talking about how we need to be better, and at the same time comfortable talking about man I banged this bitch out. Right. So I mean Tupac was good at that. Jay Z is trying to get good at that now. Only the last few albums he's starting to understand that he can he can express some shit that elevates people. He didn't understand that for most of his career. Now he's got a wife and kids. I think he's starting to grasp mm. that, you know, sure. it's okay to, to say shit that's smart and make people think about shit. He tried to diss Nas on that shit, but that's why I like Nas because Nas always understood the reality that, fuck it, I don't have to be that way 100%. I could talk about how how I'm banging hoes, but then the next song you hear is like, I wish these hoes wasn't that, that stupid. It would be nice if these women were mm. smart. And Tupac understood it, and very few artists understood it because most artists are just caricatures of themselves. So they're only playing into one aspect of what they think people want of them. And they're not being real with everything they feel and think. That's why I appreciate Nas, Tupac. And and so I want to see a biopic on Nas, and I I don't know who would play it, but I want to see somebody really... Lil Nas X. (laughs) No, no, no. The God, Lil Nas X. <laughs> I don't have any more questions, man. Actually, yeah. that'd be a good movie, though. That t- that touch on a lot of you know sure. avenues for sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I got one more. Who is somebody that you respect? That if they also, if you heard through the grapevine, or if they told you directly, "Yo, you're dope. I like what you're doing." That would like make your life. Pharrell. Pharrell. Word. Just, and you know, I mean, Pharrell's in his own lane. A lot of artists are in their own lane. But, but like, I, I feel like Pharrell's ear is somewhere along the lines where my ear is. It's like, I think a lot of people will listen to shit that Pharrell does and be like, man, this dude's not hip hop or something. But I think that's why he is because he's not doing it for what everybody uh, appears to feel about it. It's just like, I feel this from it and I'm going to do it. He's an artist. Yeah. And so, I mean, if he ever heard anything I did and was like, man, that shit's dope. I think I'd feel it more than I'd feel it from anybody because of the way I think he thinks about music, maybe. 
you know, that was one of the quickest, most concise answers to that question. A lot of times when we pose that to people, they say somebody that they already know or something like that. But yeah, you hit that right on the dot. Mm. Yeah, that's I what's think up. about yeah. it. Yeah. I, I, I respect it too. I like, never thought about it till you said it, but that's what yeah. I think. Yeah. Word. That's what's up. I don't have any more. Questions. Yeah, I think that's it. Word, Mega Late Show, episode 87. We're yes, about to sir. hit you guys with a fucking upcoming calendar. Yo, where can we find you in real life and on the internet? You can find me on, um, if you go to Google and hit Gray Medium, you might find me on Facebook, mm. on Instagram, and uh, Mellow Tonin Music. If you put that, you might find this on SoundCloud, on YouTube, on Instagram. So Mellow Tonin not a G in that tonin, T-O-N-I-N, mellow tonin music. You'll find this on YouTube and Instagram and some other places. And and if you hit Gray Medium, which is uh, you know, we didn't get into the, all the details about it, but Gray Medium, you'll find me online. That's right. Gray Medium, you'll find me on on a few different places. I don't play. I don't have sides. It's our side. It's our side, and you don't have a side. That's it. Straight up and down. Yo, do you have um, any performances or lives? Man, or I wish I did so I could send people to them. But nothing, nothing's upcoming. We're just still grinding, knocking out the studio time and putting songs together. Probably, hey man, uh, y'all are putting work in. That sounds great. Probably we can get some shows as of early next year. So we was chatting about it the last couple of weeks, like how to put together some performances and what we're gonna do about that. Because we got a lot of songs now that we could throw in the mix. So hey, yeah. Right. So uh, I'll definitely keep you guys posted. Yeah, for sure, because we'll add them to this calendar we that will, uh, yeah. I'm about to talk about right now. Yes, we stay vigilant. Yes, yo, uppercut that month. Uppercut the month. Yo, today, Friday the 6th, uh, Born Free 4th Anniversary uh, Special Day 1 is happening at Club Harlem. That's going to be... Oni Atama? Oni To. I don't know how to read that. Uh, ACC in parentheses. Also, DJ Alamaki, Marzi uh, from Yentown and Proper Pedigree. DJ Sa, Sukasa, and You Kid. Uh, Born Free is a regular night they do at Harlem. I, this is the anniversary, so you might want to go check that out on the 6th. Um, on the 8th, we have Tuxedo. Is gonna have a release tour show at Contact. Uh, they're gonna do a DJ set, so it's not a live performance, but they're gonna be there along with some other DJs, including Disco Sara, who I performed with last night. Shout out to her. And uh, Captain Vinyl, who is DJ Nori and DJ Mudro. I actually may try to go to this, but if I can get some advanced tickets. Uh, yeah, this is at Contact. Oh, it's. It's fairly early, too. It starts at 5. So go check that out because it's a Sunday. Through the rest of the week, we got our regular, all the regular joints that usually happen. Um, on Wednesday, the 11th, we have Super Plume Presents Rejoice. And that's going to be some hip-hop, but also maybe approaching jungle-ish drum and bass kind of music. Uh, but it's going to feature this band, Swingo. So go check that out if you want to catch some live music. Jazztronic is going to be performing at 
www in Shibuya. That's the same day, Wednesday the 11th. Uh, Mega, do you want to talk about this on the 12th, TGS? Um, I don't have that pulled up. I do have something for the 13th, though. I'll, Tokyo Game Show starts oh, on the okay. 12th. My bad. Uh, yeah, I couldn't figure out how to get the calendar to put that in correctly. But yeah, Tokyo Game Show. I think our guy Mega Ran is going to be out there as well as um, uh, Asu A-Rock, A-A-Rock, uh, as I like to uh, affectionately call my man. They'll be here. Uh, so check that out. I, that's really easy to Google and find. Um, on September 13th, I want to give a shout out to our folks out there in Osaka. Uh, Bay Tokyo is going to be doing a show with a lot of our favorite people. Uh, the Black Creative Japan ladies are going to be DJing. Uh, oh, shit. I met Ayana. Oh, did you? Last week. Oh, yeah. yeah She's going to be her. DJing, DJ Afropump, uh, FemQ, DJ Misty. Imani is going to be there. Kame Shiho, uh, Pepita, and Aw Des Des. Yeah. So uh, check uh, Friday, September 13th at Soundgarden Cafe in Osaka somewhere, I believe. Yeah. That's a group I love, though, Soundgarden. Yo, that sounds yeah. dope. All right. Yeah, it's Ladies Night, Wonderground. Check them out for sure. That's uh, that's that. Next Saturday, the 14th, uh, Yuru Fuwa Gang, Young Boy, Yellow Bucks, Pablo Blasta, DJ Chari and DJ Tatsuki, DJ Tigu, and Rylax are going to be at Ageha for an event called Romance Dawn. And yo, that new Yudufuwa Gang, I'm, I'm butchering the pronunciation, Yudufuwa Gang, that new album they have with, um, uh, Macklemore's producer. Ryan Lewis. Ryan Hemsworth? Lewis. Not Lewis. Oh. Ryan yeah, something. Ryan Hemsworth, maybe? Something like that. Chris Hemworth, Hemsworth's brother. Yeah. But not that one, the other one. Yeah. Thor. It's Liam, called Circus Liam. Circus. That shit is very dope. And I'm thinking about going to this show, but I probably won't. But I'm thinking about it just off of how... It yep. is Hemsworth. Yep. Ryan Hemsworth. Ryan. Leon? No, we're talking about Macklemore's old producer. Okay. And we're just joking about Thor and his okay, brother. I got it, got it. From okay. Yo, he's dope. And he laced yeah, he's this dope. group who I had heard of but never really listened yeah. to with some dope beats. And they do their thing, man. It's kind of swaggy, but it's good. Sure. And oh. Tae Young Boy is also dope. And, uh, of course, Pablo Blasta off of and that And Pablo booty Blasta's booty. new album just dropped as well, like, two weeks ago. Go check that out on your SoundCloud or, or your Spotify. Oh, shit, I forgot. I'm not going to go to this because that night hot is happening oh, <laughs> in uh, fucking uh, Zavajuban. So I'm gonna come, come on, through there come one on day. out. Yeah, Yo, yeah. I need to get, get out there, too. Bed. Yeah. Actually, I'm going to have to come through there. Actually, tonight, last week when y'all are listening to this, uh, Blue Jam is having their third anniversary in Daikanyama, so I'm about to go have a good time over there. Blue Jam? Yeah, Blue Jam Jam Cafe. Cafe. Good brunch, good uh, cowly Mexican food. Yeah. So good. If they got fish, I might be in there. Fish tacos. Okay, that's all good. Also, no, I was going to bring us out, but word. 
Oh yeah, I just want to say one last thing. Uh, Common has a new album. It's pretty good. Go check that out. Oh, Let dope. Love. Ah, I did hear about that dropping, but I didn't peep it yet. Yo, this is not an instrumental. I'm tripping. Swiss on that, on that album. Didn't even notice that. Hey yo, uh, Jeno, I want to give yes. you uh, thank you tremendously for joining with us. Thank I was glad guys. we finally Much got the link up. Have some really fun, good conversations. Yeah. Uh, everybody, go check out Melatonin. Yes. Yes, for sure. And we'll let you know when uh, the album's dropping. Is also when Absolutely. we're gonna have some of these shows. Yo, um, be on the lookout for some mixes in the next couple weeks. Uh, be on the lookout for some future Mega Late Show endeavors. Shout out to Shad AD. Lots. Shout out to Kylo Yen. Lots on the horizon. Indeed, indeed. Consider the month uppercut. Shout out to the bridge. Yo, so where y'all place Ice Cube? 180. Nah, I'm putting them in the top 50, dude. A cube yeah, goes in the 50. Cube has to be. Cube goes in the 50. Guaranteed. He goes in the 50. 40 even, I would be fine with. He's pretty high. Yeah. 30 even is hard. In the village with the shovel, bro Every move is bold, ain't no time for being subtle, bro In the face of evil, I can find the needle Haystack, could have freed my people If this weed was legal way back Popo spun the wheel of misfortune, but I ain't play that They come round and pat, pat, pat us down, but I ain't say jack I escape the trap, I escape the cubicles, bro I escape the drive-bys, drive through funerals, bro And I beat the case, and I beat the chase, wow, wow Can I keep the pace, can I keep the pace, I don't know I escape them trying to bleach a nigga's brain Could've went to Wall Street, instead I built up my own lane Rather have a street in my own name A money with my face on it, like I'm Prince Arcane You're not gonna see me frowning in these days and times. You see, the days of the Oyubo man are numbered like football jerseys. We now know that all of our suffering and smiling has been worth the wait. My nigga, who knew? Who knew that that boy from Enugu with the boo-boo on his knee? Back then was acting like a poodle on a leash. 
the juju on the street. Staring at that like, is your shooters gonna squeeze? As a little boy slanging chains back in Chinatown, thinking to myself, I'ma build it like a kind of town with my with my wealth. And I pray that I'm the brightest sound that you ever felt. I'ma take a million flights around till that shit is felt. That's that either way, ayy. That's no piece of cake, ayy. That's that troll online that live inside the tree all day, ayy. That's that he so gay, ayy. That's that she so fake, ayy. That's that insecure, ayy. That's that Issa Ray, you do you, me do me, so long as you don't fuss with me. I believe it is time for African people's powered highway. The highway that would connect the diaspora and the motherland. A global highway for African people all over the world to discover themselves, to remember that the only thing that unites black people globally, the only thing we all have in common is that we are from Africa. Studio that she will fuck you all and not good luck. She okay, wow, kiss I'm a little bit rough. Need a man, one now, let it know, come on, shop. Mudana can go in a la ila nice stop, stop, stop. The name of Kimmy guy, pets, need Ilana, Io, Himana, to kill him, mata, text me. Studio that she will fuck you all and not good luck. Yeah,毎日つける首元金の銃。空飛ぶヘリ大丈夫、I'm Living life so hard, motomeru go jash, shippa shite hold up, not a 
ったもんだな昔をスローバック仲間とブローアップ今こそショータイムマッファカーキャンディータイムキャンディータイムキャンディータイムキャンディータイムキャンディータイムキャンディータイムキャンディータイムキャンディータイムキャンディータイムキャンディータイムキャンディータイムキャンディータイムキャンディータイムキャンディータイムキャンディータイムキャンディータイムキャンディータイムキャンディータイムキャンディータイムキャンディータイムキャンディータイムキャンディータイムキャンディータイムキャンディータイムキャンディータイムキャンディータイムキャンディータイムキャンディータイムキャンディータイムキャンディータイムキャンディータイムキャンディータイムキャンディータイムキャンディータイムキャンディータイムキャンディータイムキャンディータイムキャンディータイムキャンディータイムキャンディータイムキャンディータイムキャンディータイムキャンディータイムキャンディータイムキャンディータイムキャンディータイムキャンディータイムキャンディータイムキャンディータイムキャンディータイムキャンディータイムキャンディータイムキャン Stump jumps abruptly. I torture cohorts for sport. I'm brilliant, resilient, skill. That's a million percent real with words worthy of an award. <laughs> and you are blended, splendid. You amazed at what my pen did. Left handed bandit, candid. Running around, and I'm a portrait of excellence. Forced to be reckoned with, just getting started. When I bust in your party, what a bozo knows for you mofos. You clowns, so froze, frostbite on your toes. Lost sight of your goals, just drifting in oblivion. Focus, jokers, get your riddling and riddle me this. You got the hocus, focus, alakazam, allegories. Jam. I tell a story, hella glorious. Forget about your terror plots to stop me. Forget about I it. I tear apart your body, then teleport to Bali. I'm the heir to the throne, cut you bare to the bone. It's Medusa, my head too long, stay you to stone. With the top notch hip hop, stop dropping roll, it's fire. Degrees turn you into debris. It's hot, hit like potholes, pot bowls, and throttles. Yo, I set the standard and you try tomato. Get lost in my saucy, I'm tossing a tomato at you, kid. Now, bit of do to tomorrow. Trendsetter with the vendetta, my stylist. Unfettered, untethered, huh? I'm better. But your far-fetched garbage ain't hard to catch Cause I'm a scourge on you whack cats who lack courage All you extra brave guys try and misbehave In a fit of rage, twisting up your face, you can get a grave Or a pity party, pit me against anybody I pick up watch your inner parts in an art form That I perform in front of a form form Confirm permanent status is the baddest Hey, I could turn verses into sermons yeah. To turn persons over to emergency services To work on something, yeah You better shuffle your feet Or get snuffed, muffled and dragged Stuffed in a duffel bag Stealth when I'm bombing ha. These cats all on my dick But they still won't see me coming I'm in no mood to fool with you vermin My determination making thinking All the shaking start swarming It's a steep learning curve You're unimproved Burning force churns in my soul I'm a running horse Come on dude You cannot duplicate Do it or keep up I could put an acapella In your pocket And your life's kaput Can pay attention or pay me Either way you'll be fine Either way I'll have your mind Going crazy huh? You're not a pro Cause your shit moves slow I'm years ahead of you Letting you know My flow is never too old To be better than you I'm betting you I'm dead in you And this left that I use because my pencil makes an insult Intimental in you and those in the menu window With a big old cannon I'm brandishing to make you vanish You better shuffle your feet Or get snuffed, muffled and dragged Stuffed in a duffel bag Yeah You better shuffle your feet Or get snuffed, muffled and dragged Stuffed in a duffel bag 
wanna be just like me. I get dirty with the wordplay. Wet them if they thirst, they then clean up nicely. Contraband in the van, count your man in. Bound to catch me lounging in Japan on a mountain with a foam bed. I see you pouting and you're counting the ten. I see you drowning, knowing how it'll end. Yeah, you get rerouted down a heroin bin. Peril and terrible trouble details left to the devil. It's a shame how I shit on your sham. Leave you in shambles with my squadron. The concoctions cooking in the cauldron. You don't want no problems. You're playing possums. Probably your best option play. I'll see how you're morphing. Off on the tangent. Gunning, running rampant with champion sounds to amp the crowd. You can't rap my style. Don't even try it with your tight tropes. I lose the noose, tighter rope. Your sight collides. Scope.